2: The Slim
5: Reaper hanging out with the NBA's version of the Grim Reaper. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com. For a free rate quote. We're back at it again. And they have said, there have been, there have been books written about how waiting is the hardest part. You know, waiting. And the Golden State Warriors right now are waiting. Uh, and uh, they have a lot of anxiety. There's not a lot of sleep going on. Those are very close to the Golden State Warriors. The, the soundtrack of this season, if you were to say, what's the soundtrack of the Golden State Warriors season? It's been Sweet Georgia Brown. It's The Golden State has looked most nice like the Harlem Globetrotters, and the rest of the league, uh, forget they don't play the Washington Generals anymore. It's like cream cheese. It's the Warriors, and they're just eating spoonfuls of cream cheese. And uh, the the question is, is that about to change? And uh, I assume you've heard by now that the big news of the sporting day here happened in Washington, D.C. Maybe you weren't plugged in, but uh, Kevin Durant, the all-star Kevin Durant, limping, limpy. Uh, As he walks uh, off the court with a limp, bum knee. And this was warrior on warrior crime. Zaza Petruja uh, was pushed by Martin Gortat. And then Petruja fell into the leg of Kevin Durant. So uh, Golden State is calling it, initially they call it a hyperextended left knee. And everyone running to the internet, what does that mean? How long is Kevin Durant going to be out? Uh, And that's... That's what they're saying now. However, it could be much, much worse. right? And this is what I want to talk to you about. Durant had an MRI, the dreaded MRI test, left the arena a few hours back and went to have the test done. And we will not know until the sun rises what's going on with Kevin Durant. But that alone tells you that there is legitimate concern that this could be much more than a hyperextended knee. This uh, they're just soft selling hyperextended knee. The MRI is going to determine the actual extent of Kevin Durant's injury. We know it's not an Achilles. we know it's, it's not involving that, but it, it could be an ACL you know, just jacking his knee up and Durant's leg, I think it's fair to say I, you don't have to be someone that went to a medical school to know the leg is not supposed to bend that way. I assume you have legs. you know you don't want your leg jolted that way. The way Durant's leg was jolted, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you will see it at some point. And if you don't see it, just trust me, it was a jolt. It's like a bam, like a punch. Uh, now, the the best-case scenario, if you are an eternal optimist and the glass is always half full, if you're one of those type of people, I hate you because I'm not like that. Uh, I'm the complete opposite. But the, the best-case scenario is that Durant is out at least a couple of weeks, two to four weeks. That's my... My sports radio medical training tells me two to four weeks. Now I like the worst case scenario because why not? We're in sports radio; negativity sells, and it works. Uh, Durant, if he tore up a bunch of ligaments in the knee, he gone. Uh, he's out. He will be out. See you later. Goodbye. Out for the season. Now, Greg Anthony on the state run. NBA TV channel said that he cannot see a scenario where the Golden State Warriors are going to be able to win a championship without Kevin Durant if Durant's out. And and then Kevin McHale chimed in, tag team coverage, and said that the Golden State Warriors, you hear this? Golden State season is basically in the hands of Durant's knee. All right, these are smoking hot takes here. These are outstandingly hot takes, charbroiling-type uh, takes here from McHale and Greg Anthony. And, and Kevin Durant, let me be very clear here. I want that to be the case, right? I want that to be the case. Kevin Durant's injury alone does not, does not change the entire setup in the NBA. However, could be the beginning Something we've talked about here, the Maller plan, a harbinger of things to come. And I'll walk you through this. Now, first of all, Golden State, without Kevin Durant, despite what these pundits Anthony and McHale are saying, Golden State is good enough to overcome Kevin Durant's injury. Are they weakened? Yes. Uh, Is Kevin Durant, if he's out uh, the rest of the season, is the gap closed? Absolutely. However, Golden State is still At the top, and do not be a sucker. By itself, the balance of power does not shift away from Golden State and go over to Cleveland without Durant. Golden State is still the top team in the West without Durant, and they're still the title favorite. In his absence, the Warriors are going to have to survive with a core that won 73 games last year. Ah, How are they going to do it? Oh, my poor Steve Kerr. How are you going to handle this? Oh, my. You're so worried, Steve Kerr. You're so concerned, aren't you?
6: I'm always concerned about um, any injury because you never know
7: um, how bad it's going to be. So we'll we'll just wait and see and keep our fingers crossed.
5: He sounded like a beaten man. I can tell by the tone of his voice the rant's out for the year. I can tell by the tone of Steve. Play it again. Did he not sound like someone that's just been told his dog's about to die? I'm always concerned about uh, any injury because you never know um, how bad it's going to be. So we'll we'll just wait and see and keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, it's a beaten man. Well, he literally a beaten man because the Wizards somehow beat the Warriors uh, last night. Think about that. Now it is so difficult to navigate the NBA schedule. Think about what Steve Kerr is going to have to do without Durant for the, at least the short term, if not the long term. With you, you get the regular season, you got the postseason without. Durant, and you have got to do it with three other all-star players. I mean, that is whoo! Man, you talk about you talk about going tough uh and really really going without food for a couple days. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green are gonna have to do more of the dirty work. Shaq's buddy JaVale McGee will get more playing time, a little bit more, and we know what happens. The more that McGee plays, the more he'll be exposed. And to further along the narrative that Duran is likely out for a very long period of time, one of the great troublemakers in recent NBA history is back. A man that worships the N word and does not want you to ban him from using the N word. Matt Barnes. Barnes, baby. Matt Barnes. You see that? Matt Barnes is rejoining his old team, the Golden State Warriors along with Jose Calderon. What a dynamic duo. How lucky are the Warriors to add that slop uh, to their roster? But the Matt Barnes signing, we're told, is for the rest of the year. It's not just one of those dopey 10-day contracts that Matt Barnes is going to be around for the rest of the year, which does raise the flag uh, of concern, raises the flag of concern. I I did see, I was watching the Wizards' Warrior game, and somebody named Patrick McCaw who I didn't even know was in the NBA. Who? I don't. It's a rookie for the Warriors. This guy named Patrick McCaw. Never heard of him. I don't know who he is. He started the second half uh, of the game for Kevin Durant, who uh, was out, obviously hurt. Now, the second part of this, a- after all of this uh, settles down here, after all of this settles in I, now, now, if you, you follow this show, one of the things I've done, we're talking about this in our production meeting, I have given bi-monthly sermons on how the Golden State Warriors can lose in the postseason. I have preached – From my bully pulpit here on the the Fox Sports Radio Network, when the bosses are away, we like to come in here and play. You're fired. I have explained the Mather plan. It did involve Kevin Durant getting hurt, possible knee injury. That's already happened. Uh, The next layer of the Mather plan, Steph Curry slips on a wet spot. uh, That's possible. Klay Thompson twists an ankle really bad. Uh, Draymond Green Get suspended by the NBA for conduct detrimental to humanity.
8: Shut up, Bill
5: Miller. Now, if two of those remaining three things happen, if two of those three things that I just mentioned—and uh, I mentioned four, but Durant's already happened—so Curry, Thompson, and Green—if two of those three happen, turn out the lights. The party's over. It's all over. It's it. No parties in Oakland. Then the good guys. Well, this—you talk about Cinderella story. A four or five seed. <laughs> A team left for dead, the Los Angeles Clippers. What's wrong with your Clippers? Inspired by the gritty, gutty play of Chris Paul and Blake Griffin can ride past the Golden State Warriors. The Clipper ship can sail into port as the winner on top of the NBA mountain there. You are fake news. And it's, you know, it's fair to say there are some other teams that you could also claim would benefit, like the Cavs, the Rockets, the Spurs. Uh, I'm sure they're not bummed out that Kevin Durant is limping right now. But the the final word here, the, the Warriors have a reputation as what? They have a reputation as a soft team. That is what the Golden State Warriors are. They're a great team. You can be great, and you can be known as a soft team. This is a team that just last week filed a formal complaint with Turner Broadcasting because someone was being mean to one of their players on television. This is not the toughest basketball team in the world. Now, Draymond Green's a lunatic, and he'll be joined by fellow lunatic Matt Barnes. So they've got the wackadoodle doodle factor. But outside of that, you have an ultra-soft roster of very delicate athletes. What does that mean? The unfortunate reality is if Durant is out long haul, and again, everything's indicating that. We won't know for sure. Maybe this is all... These are all false alarms, and we're connecting dots that don't need to be connected. But we'll assume for the purposes of this that it's true that Durant's going to be out. Then the injury dominoes can start to fall with the other guy. You know, storm clouds are brewing. And all of a sudden, you start looking around. You're like, well, Durant alone doesn't change things, but the rest of the roster is made out of paper mache and you know, water on that, it causes some problems. Kevin Durant, he's not exactly been an iron man. right? He got hurt a few times in Oklahoma City. He's never had some real knee issues, uh, shall we say. But he missed a bunch of games with foot surgery. He had three foot operations uh, a couple of years back. Last year he had a problem with a hamstring, and now the NBA world biting their fingernails right now, pulling their hair out, waiting, playing the waiting game, rechecking, overchecking Twitter, listening to the radio, trying to find out, and if anything happens, if we find out a limp update on Kevin Durant and his limp, we will give it to you all night long. We have our in-depth team coverage. We have our security guard in Washington right now standing outside the hospital waiting for that breaking news. Security Steve, he's right there. He's he's going to give us updates throughout the night. Right. Uh, ben Maller's show on Fox, Edmund Dallas Garcia, who I'm sure watched every second. Of that warrior game, you were you were all over that. You have as much concern as anyone for Kevin Durant. I know you do. Um,
6: sure. Yes. Very... Actually, I mean, look, I don't want anyone to get hurt, but it's a part of sports and yeah. it makes it more interesting. Exactly. This makes it more interesting. I hope he's not out long term, but gives us something to talk about. Exactly. People will be debating it's like you weighed in on. Does this uh you know bring Cleveland back to the top? Or not. And- oh,
5: Focus on the Clippers. I wasn't really focused on Cleveland. Who? Well, the team's going to benefit the most here is the Clippers. they're, they're still they're, wrong They're going to the get, get Golden State in the I second round. I don't think that is going to be a big topic nationally. Um, I disagree. I think uh, everyone wants to talk about this. I, I really don't. Uh, you, they, they, you're uh, wrong. This is I have the pulse of the people, Eddie. I'm aware of what the public wants. Eh, I, I, I am Joe I, Public. I have- am a man of the people. <laughs> I am. What do you want me to break down? You have the pulse of Ben Maller. You want me to know. break down Ben Bishop and the day he played a great damn game. What do you have, 28 saves? And your stupid Kings couldn't score three goals to win the – they couldn't score two in regulation. They never scored three goals. They right. suck. Yeah, they suck at up a time you should not have they, sucked. They picked
6: up a point. They were a point out of a playoff They should have
5: won the g- – Bishop played great. They should have won the game. He didn't have diarrhea in that game. He should have won the game. Yeah, he
6: never had diarrhea. See, that I don't was, want to break that down story. either. That wasn't
5: a made up story. It was a made up I read it on Twitter. It was true. It was not true. He had diarrhea. We reported it right here in the Stanley <laughs> no, Cup we, final a no. couple years ago. He had, Ben Bishop had diarrhea. That's that, not true. That's, that's uh-huh. one of the, die 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 diarrhea. That's one of the reasons they actually traded. Uh, ben Bishop, the Lightning. No, no. Delayed reaction but they found out he had diarrhea. So they're like, we gotta get rid of this guy. Just ridiculous what you're saying. Not right at now. all. Yeah. Not like at all. Kind of like the Clippers,
6: all. you know, talking about them and how Nothing that... Nothing
5: ridiculous. This is... How that relates how, is this. That, how does that not relate? The Clippers are one of the great contenders in the West. No, they're not. And they now move up. If you, if you say Durant it would, Again, you'd be alone, better to
6: talk about the Spurs
5: than no, the Clippers. No, the Spurs are boring. You know, the Clippers it doesn't are, matter. They're a better the team Clippers than the Clippers. Exc- the Clippers move conversation. <laughs> no, they only do. in your house. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, these guys I work with here, they no, 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 are no. fascinated no. by the Clippers. No, they are absolutely fascinated by the Clippers. No, one, you know no one is
6: fascinated by the Clippers.
5: Well, no, they spend more time. These guys I work with, Danny G and Koopaloop, they would rather me talk about the Clippers than the Lakers. You want me to talk about the Lakers. I would like to congratulate Danny G and Koopa Loop. I want to congratulate these guys because the Lakers, I'm sure they're thrilled the Lakers have done something they have not done as a franchise since 1961. And I I, I think Magic Johnson, uh, Luke Walton, all these guys should be celebrated. What a great accomplishment for the Los Angeles Lakers.
8: Oh yeah, hell, Bill Miller. For the
5: first time since their first year on the West Coast after they left Minnesota, the the once proud Laker franchise has clinched four consecutive losing seasons. Uh-oh. And they've done it with great gusto, Eddie. They've lost 16 of the last 20. Uh, so congratulations to everyone. I think everyone in the Laker organization should should be celebrated here They have gotten to the point. In my wildest dreams, I never thought the Lakers would become as interesting as they've become lately. So congratulations. Great job by everyone involved. Uh, 877-99 on Fox if you'd like to take part. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. What does money on a tree, a tiger in a cage, and a burglar. What do those three things all have in common? We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
4: As pathetic as the Clippers have been in the past, I can understand why you're happy. Turn that
5: off.
6: Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at facebook.com slash Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: Listener writes in from Oakland, says the glee in which you talk about current and future, bo- future possible player injuries is repulsive, and I'm a longtime fan. Well, as you know, I have great power. I wield much influence here, and just by talking about something along these lines, I can bring it on. I have Wrong. the karmatic ability. I can, ha- I- I can literally – this reminds me of a conversation I had with my old friend Karen Kay, uh, KK, who? who I used to do the show with years ago. Wonderful woman. I love her. Very, hey,
2: where are the white women at? Uh,
5: I don't know. She's doing radio somewhere else. But uh, but KK was wonderful, right? Love her to death. And she's just the greatest. But she was so into her teams. I, we, we had a conversation one time, and it wasn't even about one of her teams. It was about the late Steve McNair, right? It was a conversation about Steve McNair, and he had changed teams. McNair had gone from the Titans. I think he was with the Ravens. And I – we we I did what I always did. I was a sarcastic a schmuck then, and so then I, I was like, "All right, let's pick which game Steve McNair gets hurt, right? Because he's always getting hurt. So let's pick which game." And she got so upset with me about that, and and, and she like wouldn't talk to me because I was trying to pre- predict which game McNair was going to get hurt. And if I remember correctly, I got it almost I almost nailed it to the T, and that really upset her. And so she was upset, but yeah, I I think relax. The radio guy does not have the power to create injuries. Although, if you want to give me credit for that, I'll take a Steph Curry injury. I'll take a wet spot. I'll take the you know Draymond Green getting suspended. If you want to give me that kind of power, uh, of course, as you know, being on the radio, I have such power. All my teams win all the time. Uh, Every team I pull for wins a championship. (laughs)
9: Kiss my butt.
5: No, it's, no, it's true. I, I listen. I wish. I wish it wasn't that way, but it's true. Every time I want something to happen, it absolutely happens that way. It there was does. like a twelve
4: foot long burrito at this party.
5: <laughs> well, what kind of was that the party you were at with Eddie? I wonder. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No, uh, there were no it was lots of booze at that party. Lots of booze. All right. Uh, Kay Adams writes in: How how nervous are the TV execs for the possible Cav versus Spurs snooze fest if Durant is out for the year? Yeah, that would be uh that would be bad television. It might be great basketball, and the basketball purists will say how wonderfully sound the Spurs are and all, but it'd be, it'd be just bad. Not enjoyable. Uh Nate writes in, I think Nate's the sharpest person listening. He says, with the Durant injury, the Clippers should coast to the NBA title this year. Stuff uh, from Nate. You can read it right there. An honest analysis by Nate. Now, we will get to the riddle. Uh, what does a tree filled with money, a tiger in a cage, and burglars, what do, what do all those things have in common? But right now we say hello to Joe, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Joe.
10: Hi. How are you doing, Ben? And uh, I just, I, I'm i with you 100%. It's uh, Kevin McHale and Greg Anthony are acting like old women. And uh, for the Clippers to go far, they need to get rid of Blake Griffin.
5: Well, he's the, the, the best player they have. Why would they get rid of the best player they have? That's that's the most absurd thing I've heard, Joe. Why would you say that? Uh, is that a hit and run? Coward, typical cowardly lion. Drink yourself away. away. At least engage me in some conversation. I mean, that's that's weak. That's a bad job by him. Let's go to John, who's in knows the way to San Jose, and John is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, John.
9: Hello, Ben.
5: John, ben. you sound like a beaten man, John. I can tell just you've only said a few words, John, but I, I, it feels like you've been uh, mourning the loss of Durant here for some time. Yes?
7: You know what? I don't know what you're smoking, but I think you remember back to last year, the Warriors did not have a problem with the West without Durant.
5: That we was last partners. year. Just because, that was last year. That was last year.
7: Be around the
5: East. No, no, no. No, no, it's different now. Now it's different. Mm. It is a different setup right now, John. You're concerned. I can tell. Your phone's no cracking. No concern. You're so, you're, you're so concerned your phone is cracking. That's how concerned you are.
7: I am not. There's zero concern here in the West. All we're concerned uh, well, that's about good. That, that'll, make it, that,
5: that'll make it more painful when the Warriors lose in the West.
7: They're not going to lose. Is it the well, Celtics? not right now
5: Not right now with just Durant, but if somebody else goes down, then then it's over.
7: Oh, my, if, if if ifs and buts were cherries and nuts, oh, what a party we'd have.
5: I thought it was ifs and nuts were candy and nuts. It'd be Christmas every day. I thought that was it. Did you change yeah, it? either way. Yeah.
7: Dude, there's no problem in the West. It's whether I think the Celtics might beat the Cavs.
5: John, have you ever heard the, the expression overconfidence? Have you ever heard that? No. No, okay. You might want to look that up.
7: No.
5: No? We're yeah. good. Well, you're clearly good. Yes, the Warriors are the top team in basketball. I don't disagree with you on that. But without Blimey. Durant – and, again, something else has to happen. Without Durant alone, the Warriors are still going to win. But Steph Curry, you a know, month and a half to go. It's March 1st, our March 1st show, and you've got a month and a half before the NBA playoffs start. Something else goes haywire. Watch
9: out. So,
7: here's, so one comment for you. So I think Kerr learned last year going for that stupid record – cause them to be a little bit worked and, and whatever. I think he's learned, not that he was a bad manager of men on the on the hardwood, but I think he learned last year, you know what? We're going to hit her break records. We're to, to win rings. And I think he's going to manage late in the season how he puts, you know, the Livingstons and and uh, the rest of the crew on the court. And if Durant's hurt, then he's hurt. And, but he'll have mm. way better guys. Into the playoffs than you did last year. I got no worries. I, do uh, like I can tell. T- I can tell you worry,
5: John. You're just putting up a false front. I know. I can tell. I'm. A, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> I know deep down in your soul, John. The inner John is very upset right now. But you're calling up. You're being the tough guy, and I respect that. You're putting up a, a tough front. I like that about you. But I know deep down in your core, you're like, "Oh, Mallers on to something. Mallers on to 16- something."
7: How
5: about 16-0 and in the playoffs and the championship? John, if the Warriors go 16-0 in the playoffs, come here. You'll host an hour of the show. We'll put you in here. You can talk about whatever you want. All right? Bam. I'm in. All right. I'm in, Ben. All right. No concern at all on my part. All right. <laughs> all right. Get out of here. All right. John. Yikes. All right. Uh, ben Maller's show on Fox will pay off the riddle we'll pay off the riddle and uh, and and much more and much more than that we'll get to all of it in 60 seconds no long commercial break but first let's find out what's trending the
6: Ben Maller show's coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance visit geico.com and get a free rate quote now back to Ben Maller
5: we are having some conversation right now about Kevin Durant's big story. Durant injured his knee in the first couple minutes of the game in Washington. The Warriors lost to the Wizards and Durant were waiting an MRI, but all the anecdotal evidence, if you're, you're trying to figure out what's going to happen without knowing the results of the MRI, the fact that the Warriors have run out to sign Matt Barnes, what uh, we hear for the rest of the season uh, does not sound good. Just listening to the, uh, comments from Steve Kerr, the Warrior coach, the the way that he was speaking, it didn't sound very good. So, but we don't know. Maybe this is all nothing. Durant's going to be fine, and he'll go, ha ha, gotcha. Uh, or he'll be out for the year, and then and then the uh, pressure gets cranked up. That alone, that alone is not enough for the Warriors to implode. However, in my humble opinion, it does set up no margin for error. No margin fair. We'll get back to that in a second. But I present to you classic Boxing 101. You have a money tree. Check. You have a birthday party, where that money tree is located. Check. You have a lion or a tiger, rather, a tiger in a cage. Yeah. You've, you got you to have that, right? Uh, so you need that. You know, wild animal in a cage. And burglars. Check, 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 check. Floyd Mayweather, it had to be about Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather had a big birthday bash in Los Angeles. Uh, I was there, I'm sure. Uh, you were not there, Danny? You weren't there? Uh, no, Eddie, you weren't there? Uh, Coop? No. Yeah. Me and Mayweather are tight. We shop together when I'm in Vegas. And they had a big birthday party in L.A. <laughs> 40th birthday party. His birthday was on Friday. The party was on Saturday night. and A who's who event. A lot of. C and D listers showed up. But while that was going on, you see that there's this thing called the interweb. And some opportunists in Las Vegas saw that Floyd Mayweather was in L.A. for a birthday party. And they're like, hey, I want to go shopping. I don't know where to go shopping. I got an idea. How about we go to Floyd Mayweather's house and we just you know, pull some stuff out of his house. He's in L.A. He won't even miss the stuff. He probably doesn't even know it's going to be missing. And so some burglars broke into Floyd Mayweather's home in Vegas Uh, over the weekend, and according to TMZ, they took $150,000 worth of belongings from Money Mayweather's house. If you accounted for everything in the Mallard Mansion, you would not get to $150,000. So the fact that Mayweather, I know he's made a bunch of money, he's more successful than me, blah, 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 I get it. couple things here. Number one, doesn't he have like a... Really nice security system with you know alarms and cameras and things like that that would signal someone to run to his house and catch the bad guys now the the details we don't know all the details because we're not the police, but this, the stuff that's out there from what I was reading uh, the the thieves the the burglars broke into the home through a door in the back because that's what you're supposed to do. They broke in through the back of the house and they stole purses. That's that's the, the report. They stole purses. Are those man purses or are those women purses? Does Floyd? I don't know. I'm not judging. I just want to know. Like, does does Mayweather keep purses when women come over? Does he have purses for the ladies, just stuffed with money? Or I know he's always got that backpack filled with cash wherever he goes. That's why he's got like three giant meathead bodyguards with him wherever he goes. You need people like me so you can point your f- fingers. I thought it was classy too. He had he had a a tree, and he put hundred dollar bills with his picture on it, hanging. You see that hanging down from the tree at the birthday party over the weekend? That was a nice touch. That's not that's not too in your face, not at all. And the Biebs showed up. Biebs stopped playing basketball in Venice Beach to head over to Mayweather's parties. So that was good. Yeah, nice time had a nice uh, nice party there for. For Floyd Mayweather, I think he'll he'll be okay. He just has to bet like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on like the first half of the Celtic game this weekend. He'll be he'll be all right. He'll get that money back. Uh, Joe has called back. Uh, We lost Joe. Joe uh, gave an outrageously uh, ridiculous take about the the Clippers. Blake Griffin. I know you've called back to apologize, Uh, Joe. I forgive you, Joe.
10: Uh, Ben, uh, point of clarity. Of The identity of the Clippers is CP3. It is not Blake Griffin. When he gets on the court, the oxygen is sucked out of the room. I'm telling you, he's a good player, but on another team.
5: That's, that, that's not going to happen. Chris Paul will be gone before Blake Griffin's gone.
10: Well, then they'll continue on their trajectory of first and second round losses.
5: Were you paid to make this call by Danny G and Uh, Koopaloop? Not not at all. Are you a a plant, Joe? Just admit it right now. How much do they pay you? You're a plant, (laughs) right? I'm not a plant. You're a fake caller. Say it right This is not fake news. You're a fake caller. Say it right now. I am an enemy enemy of the public. I'm a fake caller. You're an enemy combatant. (laughs) You are. You're an enemy of the show. How dare you, Joe? I thought we were friends. How could you say such? That's blasphemy. I can't believe you would say such nonsense like that. See how I am? You're not my friend anymore. How dare you? Hang up on yourself right now. Hang up. No, I'm a coward. No, hang up. Hang up on yourself. My ass feels so good right now. Hey, he actually did hang up on us. See what happens when you yell? He actually hung up. I didn't really want him to hang up. I just wanted to see what would happen if I yelled, hang up. And he hung up. Amazing how that works. That's power. The power of the radio show. All right, get us on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. Get us on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> and you can can be part of uh, all the festivities. All the festivities. Let's see. Can't read that one on the air. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh Zach in Kansas City. Zach the troublemaker in Kansas City writes in, says, Is Jamal Charles a Hall of Famer? Uh let's well, did he offend anyone? You gotta do the check mark. You gotta do the checklist. Did he offend any media guys? Uh did he play for multiple teams? Well he hasn't played he's just a Kansas City chief right now. He could play for somebody else. Likely will play for somebody else. Uh, I'm going to go no. I'm going to go no on Jamal Charles a Hall of Fame. I'm go, I think I'm, I'm pretty confident. I'm going to double down on no for Jamal Charles in the Hall of Fame. But it is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And they pretty much just throw darts. And wherever the dart lands, that guy gets in. That guy doesn't get in. Seemingly how that works. Now, I want to shift over to the NFL because there is some encouraging news coming out of the scouting combine, which hasn't really started yet. It starts today. This is our Wednesday show. It gets going today, the first day of March. But did you know that in Indianapolis, we have learned, there was a big powwow NFL competition committee got together and they addressed celebration rules. Yes, and there, is, there are whispers that the NFL is considering backing down, rolling back some of the celebration rules in the NFL uh, the, the conversation continued uh, into the night. It's going to continue later on Wednesday. They had joint sessions, we're told. Uh, current players, former players got together. The NFL Players Association represented, uh, and uh, this, is, this is out there. Now, USA Today has it. A couple other people have it as well. And the, the word on the street is that the NFL – the the hierarchy of the NFL, they are now open to changing things. Now, what does that mean? Uh, Don't get too excited here because despite the fact that they're talking about changing the rules, you will still not be able to mimic shooting a bazooka off after you score a touchdown, and you cannot uh, do certain uh, sex acts or mimic those sex acts after scoring a touchdown, which is very unfortunate. Uh, so th- is twerking allowed, or is that not going to be allowed under the new the new guidelines? We'll have to see. They haven't decided anything yet, but they are meeting again on Wednesday, and the the word we're hearing here is that there could be some some changes to, to change coming to the NFL. Do you think this at all is related to the NFL ratings being down, and they don't want to blame Kaepernick? And they want they blame Trump for everything, uh, and so Trump's the president now. They can't. Next year, they don't have that excuse. Kaepernick won't be in the league next year, so they won't have that. Uh, not that they used it. Do they think that if they allow more celebrations, people are going to watch the NFL more? Is that? I'm just spitballing. I'm just trying to figure out the mindset of the NFL. I'm trying to figure out what their ulterior motive is if they are going to change things uh, around. Remember, uh, we, I, I think you should allow props. Greatest touchdown celebration last year was not anything Antonio Brown did. It was involving a Dallas Cowboy. You remember? It involved a prop. Ezekiel Elliott, he's in the bucket. Ezekiel Elliott's in the Salvation Army bucket. Great. You would think with everyone so concerned about social media and these, these old farts think that, Young people only react on social media. you have to get a lot of retweets and posting, you know, likes on Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, what gets the attention? Uh, a Salvation Army bucket dive by Ezekiel Elliott, or handing the football to the referee and running back to the sidelines? What are more people going to get excited about? Right? Uh, the NFL should give prizes for originality. They should celebrate the most outrageous. Touchdown dances. They should they should give an award. Uh, ben Maller's show on Fox. Time now for the Who Am I game. We also have the NBA Pick'em, the NBA Pick'em, which will be coming up in a couple of minutes. Here's the Who Am I game. I'm a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer. I never won an MVP award. I was known as a guy with a power bat. I played for a bunch of teams, the, the Orioles, the Dodgers, the Mets, some other teams as well. I also have the most sacrifice flies in baseball history.
6: Who am I? The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter's definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. I don't mind Nickelback. And I'm live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: That was an out-of-context drop. What Eddie was saying, when he when he buys a piece of gum, he likes getting a nickel back. He doesn't mind getting nickel back when he uh, is buying a piece of gum. You chew gum, Eddie? You a gum chewer? Um, Not really, no. Yeah. I figured you were that type of person that wouldn't chew gum. Figured that. Uh, here's the Who Am I game. I'm a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer despite never winning an MVP award i played for a bunch of teams, the Orioles, Dodgers, the Mets, some other teams as well. I also have the most sacrifice flies in baseball history. Who am I? Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, got it right. So did Lewis, the Egg. It's a bad job by you. Lou Ferrigno guessed by Nate. Rick got it right. Jim Tomei thrown out by L. Ramirez. Mike from Pittsfield cheating uh, with a bunch of other people. Tim Tebow guessed by the Razorback fan. Now, Tebow hits bombs in batting practice, Razorback fan. He had nine home runs in 40 batting practice uh, swings. That's, that's, that's what he had. Uh, George Bush, guessed by Andrew. Uh, who else do we have here? Can't read that. Pete LeCocq from Will. All right, do you have an answer, Eddie? Uh, do you have an answer? I do. No uh, I think it's another Eddie. Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Easy Eddie, or Steady Eddie? Excuse me, no, that, that's somebody else. Easy Eddie, Steady. Oh, that's a bad, bad slip. Uh, steady Eddie for the Orioles, Dodgers, Mets. Played with the Indians, uh, Angels, and he's got the most sack flies, 128 in baseball history. You know who's second? Another Baltimore Oriole, Mr. Boring Cal Ripken, is second all time. And then Robin Young, is third. On the list, all guys that played in the 1980s. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's the NBA Pick'em. Who's Boy, gonna pick the rant? I love it. You gotta have passion for life, Eddie. Or you won't be doing radio for long. Life is uh, fine. This, this yeah, segment, not so much. That's great. Who's gonna pick the rant? Pick the rant. Uh, what's the order, Coop? We gotta go quick. Who's going first? That would be Eddie Garcia. Oh, oh Mr. NBA. Yeah, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, let's go with. Mm, Boy, James Harden. James Harden is off the board. Coop. I'll go with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is gone. Uh, Give me Carl Anthony Towns. Danny G.
11: I will go with Giannis and Tentacumpo. Good. You blocked Coop. Good job by you. And one more. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah
5: Thomas. You're going to have him. Hassan Whiteside. I got my guys. I'm good. I'll go with John Wall. Eh. Eddie, back-to-back. I'll take
6: DeMar DeRozan and LeBron James. LeBron is off the board. Coop. I'll
5: go with uh, Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Just to screw that previous <laughs> caller, I'm going with Blake Griffin. <laughs> awesome. Danny.
11: Kawhi Leonard.
5: Kawhi Leonard. Oh, such a boring pick when you pick sports. Oh, he's one of the he greatest players play. in the league. He might get the day off, though. Breaking up is so hard to do. The Minnesota Vikings saying, hasta la vista. See See you later. To Adrian Peterson, but is it really the end of Peterson? We'll discuss. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Great quote. Oftentimes, when you're you're dating someone, you'll you know when you're young, you're dating people. It it gets crazy. You're dating someone, you break up, and then you make up. Right? You break up, you make up, get back together, we're good. But every once in a while, when you break up with someone, you don't make up. You're supposed to wake up, and this should be a wake up call for the Minnesota Vikings. After months and months and months of conjecture, the ball finally dropped in the Twin Cities. Not a lot of fanfare. The Minnesota Vikings announcing that they will not pick up Adrian Peterson's option, making him an unrestricted free agent. And this has been an open secret for many months. The Vikings were trying to muddy the waters, and they were hinting around about a possibility of Peterson staying in Minnesota. But outside of enjoying bath salts, the Viking front office was never going to pick up Adrian Peterson's contract. You're not going to pay a guy $18 million with the recent body of work that Adrian Peterson has. So we'll start with that. And that begs the question, where is Adrian Peterson going to end up next? And that's the part that's interesting. The Vikings, This is we've talked a million times. I've done, uh, well, not a million. That's a little bit of an embellishment. But I've done like seven or eight Maller monologues over the past six, seven months about Adrian Peterson and where he's going to end up. I'm not embellishing that. We talked about this uh, at least once a month. For the last half a year, we've talked about Peterson getting released by the Vikings. The end is near. So that's not interesting to me. I've already talked about that as much as I can possibly talk about that. I have no interest in that anymore. But what goes next? What's the next move on the puzzle board? Uh, And and that's the interesting part. The the conservative move would be to stay with the Vikings. Reduce salaries, stay in Minnesota. That would be a mistake. The Vikings got to move across. They got to put Peterson somewhere else. They got to move the other direction. You got to get out of the Adrian Peterson business. Enough for him, for you, everybody. Don't do it. Just say no. So what's going to happen here is Peterson is going to take part in a mating dance uh, all over the NFL, like all these free agents. Tony Romo's going to do it. Peterson's going to do it. And as a public service, holding down the coveted 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern time slot, as a public service, I like to provide athletes with career counseling. It's something that I am a master at. I have studied it for many years. I know the, I know what's best for everyone. Uh, I do. Except myself, because I'm doing overnights. But uh, I can certainly help counsel Adrian Peterson, and you can help as well with your wisdom. And I maintain, as I have said for months, that the – Seattle Seahawks and the New England Patriots would be perfect landing spots. Perfect landing spots. But it is more probable than not that Adrian Peterson will end up with one of the three following teams. The Dallas Cowboys, the Raiders, or the Packers. At least that's where he should end up. One of those three. If Seattle and New England are out of the mix, then the next three on my board are the Cowboys, Raiders, and Packers. And here's why. A, all of those teams – have realistic aspirations of being in a Super Bowl within the next two years. They also have a need, right? Now, the Cowboys don't have a huge need. Obviously, they need a backup. But Peterson, Here's the move here for Peterson at this point in his career, he's damaged. Uh, You're not getting an MVP player. You're not. Uh, The hard facts are Peterson has missed at least 13 games, two of the past three seasons. And since the end of the 2013 NFL season, Peterson has played a grand total of 20 games. That's it. He's played 20 games since the end of the 2013 season. He's missed 28 games because of suspension and injury. And when Peterson has played, he stinks. People get locked in. There's this old belief when it comes to professional athletes you, you get locked in on what a player was, not what a player is. And what Adrian Peterson was back in the day was really good. Hall of Fame level player when he wasn't beating up kids. Uh, but Peterson, if you look at his recent success, there isn't any. Uh, he averaged 1.9 yards per carry in 2016. Yeah, but the offensive line wasn't good. Yeah, but Sam Bradford's the quarterback. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Uh, And now, now Peterson is 31 years old, right? Law of diminishing returns is in effect here. So what does that mean? Peterson needs to reinvent himself. The play here is for Peterson to pivot and go from starting running back to insurance policy, second option. You could do that in Dallas. There's been a great bromance between Jerry Jones and Adrian Peterson in the past. And while there are conflicting reports over how much interest the Cowboys will have, if they'll have any interest in Adrian Peterson, uh, if you've studied Jerry Jones at all, you don't have to live deep in the heart of Texas to know Jerry Jones cannot help himself. Uh, He can't. Uh, Even when people around him say, don't do it, Peterson sucks, he can't play anymore, he's an old man, get rid of him, Jerry Jones is at least going to kick the tires on Adrian Peterson. So that's an option. Be part of an ensemble backfield with the Raiders. Could work. I the Raiders have a high-powered offense. Derek Carr will come back. And uh, they had a great offensive line last year. We assume they'll be a pretty good offensive line this year in Oakland. And so that's a possibility. Look at the landscape in the AFC West. Kansas City will be pretty good again. You have no idea how good Denver is going to be. They don't have a quarterback right now the LA Chargers figured to be 5 and 11 if they're lucky. So Peterson with the Raiders, not as a featured back but as a secondary back would be okay. And then the Green Bay Packers, that cross Packer Viking thing, you know, if if Brett Favre can go to the Vikings, then Adrian Peterson can go to Green Bay and put on the green and the gold. And, but he'd have to take a pay cut, and then he'd get to stand behind Aaron Rodgers and play in a backfield where he would, we, we don't know that Eddie Lacy is going to be back, but uh, the Packers have other guys. They don't have any great players there, but Peterson would just be another player in Green Bay. It is the Ben Maller show on Fox. The other part of this uh, is that there there will be some foolish teams that think Adrian Peterson is a workhorse back, that he's going to get an opportunity. That's the wrong approach here. It's a bad job. Uh, and I, I will guarantee you that there will be at least one or two executives out there that haven't watched the Vikings, that haven't gotten the text message, haven't seen the postings on social media. They're, they're in the dark. They're, they're unaware that Peterson is no longer a, work, a horseback. And the daydreamers, the night thinkers, who haven't been doing their due diligence here, and I'm talking to you, Tampa Bay, the most obvious example, the Bucks, they would be – Fools to bring in Adrian Peterson and give him a chance to be the bell cow, bell cow back uh, in Tampa. Uh, but that said, Peterson, the, the play here, he's going to try to get as much money as he can. Uh, he's not going to listen to me. He's going to go test the, this value in the open market. And it all it takes is one. Right, uh, David Hammam, or Hammam is his name. It was not uh, P.T. Barnum. The quote, there's a sucker born every minute. P.T. Barnum is credited with that, but it was I think it was a guy named David Hammam was the – I think that's how you pronounce it. He was the guy that actually said it, uh, and it was like a spiteful comment. It was a spiteful comment. But the, the simple truth is Adrian Peterson is no longer a difference maker. We'll sum it up like that. Uh, for a game or two, yeah, he can turn back the clock for a game or two. Peterson can put up some big games, run for 150, run for 200 yards. Uh, but if you expect that kind of performance, three out of four games – even 2 out of 4 games you're you're kidding yourselves over a 16 game regular season that is unsustainable it is uh the parting shot on this adrian peterson is going to make a huge public spectacle over all of this and in the past peterson had expressed interest in playing for remember he said he had a list he had the texans the bucks the giants i didn't mention the giants i don't know if there's a fit there, and uh, and we'll see what happens next. But I, I would think we'll get at least a couple more confusing and cryptic postings on social media, but do not worry. You keep it locked here for our team free agency coverage on Fox Sports Radio. I did bring, it's in my bag here, my nice bag that I bring to work every day here. I've got my secret decoder ring. Uh, I've got, and I don't even know why I bring a bag to work. We'll bring in Edmund Dallas Garcia. I have no idea why I bring a bag. I don't have like a lunch pail job. All I have is like headphones, and I have some pens. Yeah, I'm the I, same way. I don't need a bag. I just feel like an adult bringing a bag. I feel like I've got a real yeah, job. I've I, got
6: my laptop in there. It's kind yeah. of like
5: just in case something
6: happens uh, to the computers, sure. here, which yeah. is actually possible. Has happened. Might have happened a few yeah. times before, but uh, I, I rarely have used it. But yeah, yeah I'm the same
5: way. Yeah, I don't. There's there's no big documents in here that like if you stole my <laughs> bag, I mean you, there's nothing really in there. Very important work right? papers. Here. I, mean, I see. I, I I used to live in downtown L.A. I'd see these businessmen walking all over. This, Visit my brother in New York. There's these guys with briefcases. Oh, and there's probably nice. like you know the plans to build a nuclear bomb and some of those things. And in my backpack, uh, my little uh, bag I've got, I've got a few pens I've stolen from different talk show hosts here over the years. You they've love a- your pens. They've actually left them here. Uh, I've got a fuzzy mic cover that I keep. It's, my, it's a, a spit guard. I've got that, and then I've got my headphones. And that's pretty much it. That's all you'll get. You'll be so disappointed. The bag's a pretty good bag, but you'll be so disappointed with the content yeah. of the bag. Very upset. I think for me, the
6: the biggest thing I have in my bag is the parking
5: pass to oh, get in that's, here. Oh, that is a biggie. And yeah. the
6: pass to get into the building. I every After every show, before I leave, I, I put those two things in a little pouch right in the bag, and they're yeah. always there, so I always know yeah. where they are.
5: That's good. You're, you're That's probably you're, the most important thing. It's a very mature thing to do, Eddie, what you've done right there. Yeah. I was so tired yesterday. How tired were you? I was so tired yesterday, Eddie, that when I pulled out of the very secure... Uh, iHeart Media building here where we do the show from the Fox Sports Radio Geico Studios. I pulled up uh, to the gate. Uh, I was ready to swipe to get out and I realized that I had left my security badge in the back trunk of the Mallowmobile. Mobile. So I had to then I had to park the car I then had to walk out around the car. I had to open the trunk. I had to find it in the bag where it was. I then found it and then I had to turn the car on. The Why do thing. you
6: put the bag in your trunk? Well,
5: I you know,
6: hide it. You know. <laughs> while you're driving, yeah, I leave in the back. I leave in the in case you're uh, like well, carjacked or something. Just in case
5: Coop puts weed in there or something, I want it in the back. You know? <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get in any trouble. So,
11: yeah. You're his mule.
5: Yeah, well, you know, Coop comes in here every once. In a while, so I don't know what he's doing. I, I have no idea. Coop uh, does not bring a bag in to work. By the no, way, unless it's like no, it's like a bag I, of McDonald's. I was. Or something.
3: I was gonna say, there's something to be said about what you guys are saying about because it feels more adult. Because me without a bag, I feel like less of an adult when I'm walking into work <laughs> yeah. and I've just got nothing in my hands. And see you guys with these uh, duffel bags. and. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking
5: about buying one of those big metal lunch pails. So I, I could, like, come in here and say, I got my lunch with pail. Like a thermos? Yeah, like a thermos, the whole thing. Just so I can say, I brought my lunch pail to work today. I'm ready
3: to go. Oh. I want a briefcase. Like a leather briefcase with a combination you, lock. You could put, like,
5: a uh,
6: handcuff on it.
5: And
3: the handle. <laughs> Top
5: secret. Very important. All right. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. No, I didn't want to bury the lead. Don't bury the lead, Maller. I want to hear some hot Durant talk. All right. Uh, there There is... A report out that Durant, he's going to be out for a decent amount of time. We don't know how long. Durant got injured in the game with the Wizards last night. And all of the anecdotal evidence, all of the anecdotal evidence uh, is pointing towards Durant being out for a a pretty long time, pretty long amount of time. He's got, uh, they're calling it a hyperextended knee now. They had an MRI. The Warriors will release that information uh, when normal people are awake in the morning. We're not normal people being up at this hour, but the Warriors are going to announce what happened uh, when the business day starts, and so we'll know. Now, I, I would think the Golden State Warriors already know, right? They, they're they not going to really They're going to wait to announce it, but they already know. Like Steve Kerr right now, whatever five-star hotel he's sleeping in uh, or sleeping at, he knows the extent of Durant's injury, that he was limping off the court. He knows what's going on. The fact that the Warriors have – signed Matt Barnes, the troublemaker Matt Barnes, would tell you that the Warriors are anticipating an extended loss of Durant. And and Matt Barnes, he was like crying. He was so excited to go back to the Warriors. He, he, uh, he posted – do you see what he posted on Instagram here? Uh, he was so excited. He was just going nuts. He compared it to the birth of his children – a little over the top, slightly over the top there. But he was he was fired up. Said a loss for words. Anytime you compare something next to the birth of my blank, uh, you, a little extreme for me, a little much. All right, Ben Maller show on Fox. The gang, as you heard, is all here. More Romo hearsay and have the Vikings lined up. Adrian Peterson's replacement. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
6: Follow our exclusive Reddit page, find our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be a part of our revamping, post stories, and message other P1s. Now back to
5: Ben Maller. We'll have Maller to the third degree coming up in a couple minutes. I'm happy to to say that I'm not the only guy in radio. Eddie's not. We, we bring bags to work that we really don't need to bring just so we feel like we're doing something that, has some substance uh, to it. Uh, our friend Aaron Bender, the great newsman over at KFI, says he also brings a back door, but he might need a pen. I've offered to I'd off, I've offered to give him. I have one of Jay Moore's old pens. Jay used to work here, so I've offered to give as a an olive branch to my friend Aaron Bender, who I've not seen in some time. I got to see Aaron. I haven't been over to the KFI building in LA, but I have to uh, go over there. But yeah, I have a pen, so pretty good pen. Got decent amount of ink. Left in it. We were talking about Adrian Peterson and the courtship of Adrian Peterson, where he is going to end up next. Now, there's some hot sports takes from Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, a diehard Green Bay Packer apologist. And he has announced if Adrian Peterson ends up a Packer, he's done. <laughs> Lifetime Green Bay fan, Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield, says he's out. Says, Lord, help me, but I'll be a Jacksonville fan. You have got to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, guy writes in, Travis, and says, how about AP to the Colts? We've got the money, and we have a new GM. Yeah. I, I, I think that's great. The Colts should hoard the market on washed-up running backs. I think that would be a solid move. Could possibly go wrong uh, with that. Uh, well, well, we teased it. Who's going to replace Adrian Peterson in Minnesota? The Vikings have to get somebody. There are whispers. There are whispers out there. We've heard them, that the Vikings are interested in Latavius Murray, who is a free agent, late of the Oakland Raiders. Could be Peterson going maybe to Oakland and running the football in the shadow of the ghost of Al Davis, the silver and black attack, the final couple of years in Oakland. With Adrian Peterson. The perfect Raider, right? even spent some time in handcuffs. And then Latavius Murray could go off to the Vikings. And run around there. Who would you rather have, Latavius Murray or Adrian Peterson? No, I'll take Latavius Murray. Yeah, at this point, Peter, what, Murray's 27 years old. Peterson's 31 years old. Now, neither one of them. I, I mean, this, you're not going to be a first pick in a fantasy team, but go with I think that's a fair I think that's a fair play I think you go with Latavius Murray at this point Mark the full name guy is on Fox Sports Radio in San Francisco hello Mark the full name guy
9: You you know after the injury to Derek Carr last year I, I'm I, I'm actually convinced, Ben Mallard. You sit around there with these voodoo dolls and these pins.
5: <laughs> yeah. You figured me out. That's also in my bag. I have that I with the pins. Yeah, figured I that much. I have a Mark the full name guy voodoo doll. Look, look at this, Mark. I'm I'm poking it right now. Look at this. Oh, you're in pain. You're in so much pain. No, the only thing you
9: can do is scream at it, <laughs> and then. <laughs>
5: Yeah, that might be the only thing that works. Look, look, Mark, even your voodoo doll plays bad harmonica. Look at that. Even your voodoo. Very funny. <laughs> you know, I am
9: the Jack Benny of harmonica. If <laughs> yeah. I explain to you why it doesn't sound good for yeah. a cell phone, you 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 just give me your. your well, why don't you come here, Mark? Stuff. You can come down it here and does s- not perform sound for us. Good through this cell phone, I bed, know. Why don't you
5: get a different cell phone? How about
9: that? It doesn't work through a cell phone, period. The microphone's not adapted yeah, for
5: that. I know. The cell phone's your kryptonite. I
9: know. <laughs>
12: Actually, even kryptonite doesn't <laughs> affect
5: me, Ben Maller.
9: I'm big in Japan. I'm big in Japan. And... Racist. The giant tampon. I'm big in Japan. What what is going? What are you? What are you
5: doing? What is that? What? Why are you doing that? What? What is going on here? Stop! Stop! You crazy person! What's wrong with you? I mean, my goodness, it's insane. All right. Uh, it's the the Ben Maller show on Fox. I don't know what that was. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. You dumped all that, right, Danny? Nobody heard that
11: yeah and right now coop is bleeping it out of the podcast yeah
5: oh. we're like the i I watched a documentary years ago on the history channel like there was one on Joseph Stalin and they if you if they didn't like if he didn't like you they like they, they would just get rid of you they'd all the pictures and everything just gone they'd make you disappear so, yeah that's what we're gonna do that's that's right that's exactly correct on that all right, uh, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. What is new with Romo, Tony Romo?
8: Romosexual.
5: We're so excited about Tony Romo because the end is near. More hearsay about Tony Romo continuing to point to the Mile High City the Koopa loop is is uh, giddy me right just you know why Coop's giddy <laughs> oh, not God. because Tony Romo's is a great player not because the Broncos will be a contender for a Super Bowl with Tony Romo could be the favorite ahead uh, of the Patriots because me and Koop will bond. We will bond yeah. together around oh, oh, the Broncos, fellow Romosexuals. Wow. Way to
6: rain on the parade. How
5: about could we trade off? One week I go to your house, the next week i my house. <laughs> Every week we'll watch the Broncos. One week we'll go to a sports bar. Right. That'd be great. Get Ben one of those Bronco head things to wear. <laughs> you know what I'm talking
6: about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, get him one of those. The
11: donkey head. Of course, have to be a big uh, one because no, he's got a
5: big head. That's yeah. Miles, Danny. <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> now, there's no way that this is already a done deal, right? There's no when Romo and Elway showed up at those Trump parties in Washington for the inauguration there's no way that this came up that would be wrong right that would be inappropriate it would be tampering there's uh, John Elway is a moral upstanding executive Tony Romo would never take part in that it there's no way they just happened to hang out at the same political parties in the Beltway there it just it was odd chance they were just asking how their respective families were there were a bunch of peasants standing around them. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure that nothing came up there, nothing at all. Uh, So it's supposed to happen in the next two weeks. At least Romo's release is supposed to happen in the next couple weeks. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will get to Maller to the third degree in 60 seconds. No long commercial break. But first, let's find out what's trending.
6: The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the GEICO Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com and get a free rate quote. Now back to Ben Maller.
5: We will get to Maller to the third degree coming up in a couple minutes. The big story, Kevin Durant, snap, crackle, pop. Uh, How bad? How bad is it? We don't know. We do not know how bad it is yet, but we will find out later in the morning. Well, we'll be sleeping. We do overnights. We'll be sleeping. But when we wake up. We'll find out how long Kevin Durant's going to be out. But the word on the street is that Kevin Durant's going to be out months, not weeks. Months, not weeks. That's the the whisper going around. And you know who that comes from? A very reliable source. A very, very reliable source. No. Not Chuck the Condor. Woad. It comes from Woj, if Woj says it, if that's a Woj bomb, is what that is. That is a Woj bomb. The uh, the whispers that he's going to be out for months, not not weeks. But we'll know more later on Wednesday. Let's go to Jeannie in Medford. Who's next on Fox Sports Radio?
9: I'm a doctor. Uh, I'm a lawyer. I have a briefcase up in the top closet shelf. Do you
5: bring your briefcase when you call the show? Do you I don't report?
9: take it anywhere anymore mm-hmm. since I don't have to go to court anymore.
5: For now, you don't have to go to
9: court. I ain't go I barely go out because, you know, yeah. Yeah. the Memphis police are really nice guys.
5: Jeannie, you're not, like, laying on a couch and you haven't gotten up in eight months, no, are you? You're I'm not...
9: sitting in a rocking chair. Oh, you
5: are? are you yeah, wa- are with you a wearing...
9: blanket on my lap. Are
5: you wearing a moo-moo? What are you wearing?
9: Uh, let me look. Are you crocheting? A velvet, a purple velvet skirt, long...
5: Jeannie, stop that! There's guys driving right now. A
9: petticoat.
5: We got truck, Genie. Laying... Genie, I've told you, we've I'm got. I'm telling you, out. there are truck drivers right now. Genie, you're turning them on. Stop that, Genie, please.
9: I use your Jake brake, buddy. I've been a truck driver. You've been a Watch truck and trailer. <laughs> just because you spent, Genie, just because you spent them.
5: a couple of nights in a, an eighteen-wheeler does not mean you're a truck driver, Genie.
9: I drove trucks. Don't mess with me. Oh,
5: yeah. You drove trucks like Homer Simpson drove a truck on The Simpsons back in the day.
9: I didn't really know that movie.
5: You, you don't know? All right. All right. What, what's on your mind, Jeannie? It's fascinating. I'm fascinated with you in your rocking chair. I
9: called because I'm also a detective.
5: Oh, you are. You're an amateur detective. Okay. No,
9: I'm a smart son of a gun. Yeah. I, know who, I know why you're pinned. I know the whole story.
5: Right. Give me the condensed version,
9: Okay. You obviously
5: some. To... I heard a door squeak. Are you walking, Jeannie? That's I heard a... a
9: rocking chair. Right,
5: I want you to rock. To lie. Oh, that's a lie. No, I think he's... I think she is lying. Rock a lot, Jeannie. I want to hear the noise. Now I won't do it. Wait, let me,
9: let me jump around <laughs> It's jumping like a rabbit now, hopping around. Yeah.
5: I want you to. Apo... i strong. I want you to apologize, I'm Jeannie. Going... You lied. You're not supposed to lie to me. We're friends, Jeannie.
9: There it goes. I get it going. <laughs> it sounds like a little doggy barking. Um, yeah. Ben, you used to bitch about P.O.B. stole your pen. And well, no, tonight, I, I, I took no, his
5: pen. I, he's never stolen anything from me except my dignity.
9: Th- you said yeah. someone stole your pen, and I used to say it was P.O.B. Yeah. Uh, for, for
5: those new, that's Pat O'Brien who used to work here. Yeah. POV, yeah. And Old tonight, Entertainment guy. Yeah.
9: You admitted we have it on tape for quality assurance. We don't tape for the pins. show. It's not 1987. No, I you. have it in my brain. You said you have stolen several pins.
5: I continue to be thunderstruck uh, every time I speak to Genie Animation. I end our conversations both stunned and staggered. Is she paid also? Is she on the payroll? Are we paying her? She interrupted what was going to be an amazing third degree. She did. She stopped. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree.
11: This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: Hey! And away we
3: go. It's Mallard to the Third Degree, another edition, and we bring in the Coupe de loop. On Tuesday morning, Kyle Lowry underwent surgery to remove loose bodies from his wrist. He is now expected to be out until the playoffs. Now, the Raptors currently sit at third in the Eastern Conference, but many would argue that Lowry is the team's best player. However, Lowry has already missed the last three games due to this injury, and the Raptors have won all three. Ben, do you think that Lowry's absence will end up being a bigger blow than it may seem so far? Well, the Raptors are screwed. Uh, they are. They weren't going to win the championship with Kyle
5: Lowry, but the plan of making a whole lot of noise seems like a long shot. And I'll tell you why. A, Kyle Lowry is the conductor for what Toronto has done. And not that I watch a million Raptors games, but I have seen a decent amount because of the NBA pick and I have the NBA package. That makes me a better person than you. I can watch any NBA game I want. Uh, but I have seen enough of the Toronto Raptors to know that, that Lowry, A, he's had a really good year, and B, the Raptors have no one to replace him. Lowry's averaged almost 23 points a game, about seven assists the game, and with him out, unless the Raptors make a surprise move here, they've got Corey Joseph and DeLon Wright as the main backups. Who? I well, Corey Joseph and DeLon Wright.
10: Never heard of There's
5: also a guy named Fred Van Vliet. Did he play at Wichita State? I think so. Uh, anyway, those are the Never guys. The, I don't know. I don't know. He's done nothing in the NBA. That is a murderer's row. And part B of this, for the final 22 games or so, Toronto's offense has to revolve around Demar Derozan. He's going to have to be more of a facilitator. In addition to a scoring, you got to find a way to get Serge Ibaka and PJ Tucker involved. Those guys came over in trades. They've got to be part of what the Raptors are doing here. Lowry can get them the ball. No one else seemingly will be able to get them the ball. Short term, Toronto can survive for the short term. The problem is we're hearing that Lowry might not come back at all. They're trying to put up an optimistic front, the Raptors are, and saying that Lowry could be back for the playoffs. I'm hearing that's not exactly the case here. It's more likely than not he doesn't come back. And that opens a clear path for the Washington Wizards who I did not have on my board, and for the Boston Celtics, who I did have on my board, to be the sacrificial lamb for LeBron James and the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals. So this this screws over Toronto.
3: Next! The NFL scouting combine started, uh, well, I guess technically it starts today, right?
5: Yeah! I'm setting my DVR, Coop.
3: I want to watch those men run. Yes, we're all really excited. But there's... I, hope, I hope they run with their shirts off. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that's, what, your Johnson. that's what Eddie told me before the show. <laughs> there's, there's at least one NFL I like player that, Stop that. that wasn't too pumped up about it. Browns tackle Joe Thomas sent out a series of tweets completely destroying the combine while likening it to a cattle auction. He continued on to say that staff, coaches, and management also have no interest in being at the combine, but it's great for the fans. Ben, do you think the scouting combine really is nothing more than a fan event? The, the way
5: I will answer this, I love the quote. I'm going to use that. Cattle auction. I'm use, I'm stealing that from Joe Thomas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend that's my own. But the term I'll use is unnecessary for the scouting combine. And here's my logic behind that. Number one, the combine started out with good intentions. We talked about it. There was a blind player in one eye drafted by the Jets, Wesley Walker. Jets owner went nuts. Said, how could we draft a guy that was blind? Let's have a combine. Let's test all these guys. It's been hijacked, though, by the corporate machine of the NFL. The main purpose of the Combine is a central clearinghouse for medical and psychological testing. That can be done without any kind of cameras. You don't have to broadcast it anywhere. These guys are paraded through hospitals, poked, prodded, measured, examined, the whole thing. The football drills are not necessary. They're for television at this point. And that's the thing. The second part of this, the NFL marketing arm discovered that there was such a demand, such a demand for football and such a drought this time of the year that they can put on this spectacle in Indianapolis and get people buzzing about it, clicks on the NFL media website and people watching on the NFL state-run television channel. But from a coaching and management perspective, you're spending a week in early March in Indianapolis. This is something that college scouts and uh, the medical department could handle. You don't need to have your head coach there. But you got
3: to have the bells and whistles for TV, and so it continues. Next! Sources revealed on Monday that Major League Baseball has asked Rawlings, its official baseball manufacturer, to design a ball that has a natural tack on the leather. The idea behind using a stickier baseball is that it would eliminate the need for pitchers to illegally doctor the ball by using foreign substances like rosin or pine tar. Ben, is this a good idea, or does it alter the game too much?
5: Yeah, well, the the issue with this is it's Rob Manford, the commissioner of baseball, sticking his nose somewhere where his nose does not need to be stuck. Uh, First of all, this is only going to ignite rage and confusion by the baseball community. Now, I'm sure that Clayton Kershaw, Madison Bumgarner, and all these other savvy, sourpuss pitchers are going to be open-minded about this, unless they're not. Uh, the players are going to moan. They're going to pout. Pitchers are going to hate it at first. And then if these, for lack of a better term, if these sticky balls are effective, then what's that going to do? It's going to give the pitcher an, an edge, and the batter is going to hate it. The hitters are going to revolt. There'll be a rebellion. Baseball right now needs more offense, not less. And this is a lose-lose situation. Either it works really well and it helps the pitching, or it doesn't work and they scrap it and go back to the way it's been. And secondly, the logic behind the changing of the balls, bizarre. Someone at MLB's corporate office is out to lunch because on one hand, baseball is saying they want to get rid of what they term illegal substances such as as you mentioned, they're rosin and pine tar—they want to get rid of that. So their solution, right? Their solution is let's let's get sticky balls here to make it easier to control the ball, right? Let's let's make it easier. Right? It's like it's like saying you have a problem with PEDs in baseball, and so we're going to fix it by handing out syringes of anabolic steroids to take care of the problem. It's like, really? That's, that's your plan there? I don't know. All right, there it is. Mallard to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. That's a winner. I pass just like the great Tony Romo will throw lasers for the Denver Broncos. Romosexual. It's the trivia. Antonio Brown, very wealthy man, got a new contract this week. Antonio Brown has an NFL record for the most receptions in any four-season span. Which player has the second-best four-season mark in terms of reception behind Antonio Brown? That's the Insta Trivia. The answer next.
6: The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter's definitely something. Join the Charm Circle and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow our executive producer. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the coop de loop and he's at UH Bronco fan. Coop, a loop, Broncos lost. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: Chris in Yucca Valley says those sticky baseballs, Ben, you were talking about in the third degree, are probably turning Mike Scott on, and Gary Carter is rolling in his grave. Go. From Chris. Yeah. Did anyone? Have, have you ever heard anyone call a radio show? post anything on social media and say, we've got a big problem in baseball with rosin and pine tar on balls. Let's do something about that. Please, I need Rob Manford. Can you get me some sticky balls?
11: I love our balls. It's
5: insane. How often do we use the term balls here on the radio? We do a lot. Uh, All right, it's a trivia. Antonio Brown, NFL record, receptions, any four-year span. Which player is second? All right. Paul, going with uh Earl Weaver, Wes Welker, guest by Mitch, Pierre Garcon from Andrew, Calvin Johnson from Rod. Eddie, what say you, Eddie? I'll go Randy Moss. Uh no. It's Marvin Harrison. Back in the Peyton Manning days. With the Indianapolis Colts. Let's go all in. Quick, quick,
9: quick, 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 yeah. quick, quick, it's ben quick, 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 Let's go in.
6: We all won last night. We all won last night. We're winners
5: in life, Eddie. (laughs) We are winners in life. When in doubt, Pick against Brooklyn. I'm going to take Sacramento minus the two and a half at home. Brooklyn sucks. So does Sacramento. Go with the home team. Eddie. A Catholic college hoops battle.
6: Boston College at number 19, Notre Dame. The Irish are minus 17. I think they'll win by
5: more than that. You spent too much time on that. Uh, Danny.
11: Detroit at New Orleans without Boogie, but uh, they're going to
3: win. New Orleans will win. New Orleans wins. Coop. I'm all in on Cleveland to beat Boston. It's a pick them That's an NBA game. Yeah. Second thoughts. In
5: Washington, welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Great quote. Back at it again. Big story in the NBA. Kevin Durant, he's hurt. More on that when it develops. He's got a bad knee. We will know more when the sun rises. The Warriors will announce how long Durant's going to be out. The word on the street is Durant's going to be out months, not weeks. Months, not weeks. We'll see if that's true. It's all hearsay at this point. But it's a big day, the first day of March in the NFL. a A lot of stuff going on. The Combine in Indianapolis? Get all jonesed up about that. I don't, uh, but the Combine's going on in Indy with the top 330 college football players who are going to take part, most of them from the Southeastern Conference, the ACC, and the Pac-12, and they will run around and do their thing and try to wow the cameras of the state-run NFL network. There's also free agent news in the NFL. The Washington Redskins have officially You heard about this, right? They have officially assigned the exclusive rights franchise tag on Kirk Cousins, another one of these stories we've talked about quite a bit. What does that mean? It guarantees Kirk Cousins a 20% raise on a salary which was already in the clouds in 2016. He was the franchise player last year. He made almost $20 million. So he's going to get a 20% raise on that. So Cousins is going to make, assuming the franchise exclusive rights tag holds, $23.9 million, $23.9 million for Kirk Cousins in 2017. What could be wrong with that? What could be wrong with that? Well, it's not a long-term contract. It doesn't guarantee that Kirk Cousins will even be with the Redskins this year. And that's the part of the story that I want to talk to you about. Because in theory, the Washington Redskins could steal, say goodbye, arrivederce to Kirk Cousins and send him back. Right, the, the difference here is that now that the tag, the dreaded tag has been put on quarterback Kirk Cousins, the negotiation has to go through who? The front office in the Redskins organization and not through Kirk Cousins' agent. So that leads us to the, the core question. Should the Washington Redskins seriously consider dealing Kirk Cousins? Now, I have maintained for many months that Kirk Cousins will be back with the Redskins this year, but that's it. And if that's ultimately the case, if that's the case, the Redskins are hedging their bets. That's what they're doing with this franchise tag. And if another team comes knocking on the door and says, hey, we got something good for you, we got some goodies. Yes, the Redskins, you you got to go down that road if you're Dan Snyder. And I'll tell you why. Let me lay out my case. I'll make my pitch, and then you can tell me if I'm crazy or not. First of all, Dan Snyder and the band of uh, merry men that are just kind of hanging around the front office there with the Redskins schmoozing, they clearly have doubts about Kirk Cousins. Is that fair to say? You don't franchise tag a player back-to-back years. If you think he's the end all be all, uh, you're you're again hedging your bets for lack of a better term with the franchise tag. If the Redskins believed that Kirk Cousins was the man and not a pretender, then they would what? They'd lock him up, give him one of these big Bafo socko quarterback contracts and be done with it. But instead they're doing it piecemeal. Now, granted, piecemeal at $20 million a year is my idea of chop liver and piecemeal. I want that. I, I'd like our company here to you know, go nickel and dime $20 million a year. I think that'd be great. But the reality is this, and people don't like to talk about this because they like to trash Kirk Cousins. I get it. I understand. It's hip to do. You call the radio. You post something nasty on social media. Kirk Cousins has blossomed in the last couple years since he got the keys to the kingdom. Of the Redskins, Cousins has completed 67% or greater of his passes. Back-to-back years. His touchdown and interception ratio, 54 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. Now, is he perfect every game? No. Absolutely not. But he's pretty, pretty good. Not good enough for the Redskins to pay the piper and give Kirk Cousins a ton of money and just roll, roll it all up and toss it out to him. But you can always, if you're the Redskins, you can always go out and find somebody else. right? The Redskins absolutely have to listen to trade talks. If they are unwilling or unable to give Kirk Cousins a huge contract, this is it. This is it. I mean, you've got one more shot. It's unrealistic to think the Redskins are going to do this again. They could. It would just be loony bin activity. To do something like that. So if that's your position, if your position is we're not really all in on cousins, we like him now, but we don't think he's going to be the guy two years from now, then you've got to encourage teams to call up and say, okay, we want that. We want cousins. You can always get the band-aid quarterback short term. Save some money, spend, spend the money elsewhere, right? The salary cap nerds that call radio shows. Love that. Fill out the roster. It takes a village to win a championship, not just a quarterback. Blah, 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 blah. Kirk Cousins turns 29 years old in August. Why is that relevant? The window for a long-term contract is getting smaller and smaller and smaller for Kirk Cousins. And so that puts us in a position here where Cousins, he can, behind the scenes, encourage some activity on the trade market. And number two, the the state-run NFL network is saying that the the Redskins are not going to trade Kirk Cousins. But remember, Vlade Divac, uh, the Kings are in on DeMarcus Cousins. He's not going anywhere. It's all about a leverage play is what it's about. And you've got to at least put up the front, whether it's a false front or not, that Washington is in complete control. They're in charge. And if Kirk Cousins wants out, how's he going to do it? He's going to have to, as I said, go through back channels, pout, have a hissy fit, make things uncomfortable around the beltway. And the 49ers are an appetizing landing spot for Kirk Cousins. It makes sense on so many different levels that the 49ers would, would roll a bunch of draft picks over to Washington. Kyle Shanahan is taking over. And he's got a long-term contract, but that long-term contract could be a long-term buyout if the Niners continued to suck. you got to make a splash. That first impression is crucial. And after a couple of years of that sourpuss, Colin Kaepernick, uh, the, the guys in Santa Clara, they got to go outside the box here and get somebody else. And, yeah, the Niners have a bunch of draft picks. They've got 10 draft picks. Seven of them were told in the first five rounds of the draft. So they are locked and loaded in the NFL draft. Would you give up the number two pick and a couple of other selections to get a starting quarterback that can lead you back to the playoffs right now? Absolutely. I would trade a bounty of those draft picks to get Kirk Cousins. I would. If the Redskins are dumb enough to trade him, then the Niners have to take advantage, be an opportunistic team, and go go ahead and get it. Get the guy. Why? Because he is a proven commodity, and right now, the next three years of Kirk Cousins' career are going to be the next three great years of his career. After that, there'll be a drop-off. But I'd rather have three years of Kirk Cousins than gamble on some draft picks that come and go. We always say, what about draft picks? They are a renewable resource. Every year there's a new crop of 330 players that go to the Combine that are better than the last group, and so you can get rid of draft picks. Most of these guys are not going to live up to the hype. And and that's the thing. I I, preach about this all night, every night, and continue to get the same dopes that call up and say, no, you can't trade the draft picks. Do you think that any quarterback, In this draft, whether you're a Deshaun Watson guy or these other no-name quarterbacks, do you think any one of these quarterbacks is going to be better over the next three or four years than Kirk Cousins is going to be over the next couple of years? The answer is no. At least where I sit, the answer is no. And for those people, I'm going to to nip this in the bud. For those of you who are going to say, what about the RG3 trade? Right? That's the barometer. All right, I've heard that. Yes, the Rams... Remember that trade back in 2012? That was so long ago I was still doing television. Uh, That's how long ago that was. And I remember that we found out about it the the last block that we did, like the D block, we found out about it, and they asked me my thoughts. I was like, I love the trade. I love it for the Redskins. And everyone looked at me like I had the bubonic plague. They're like, what's wrong with you, Ben? The Rams got universal praise for what was described at the time as a highway robbery of the Redskins. Remember St. Louis at the time? They they got, what, three first-round picks and a second-round pick for RG3. Dan Snyder was called a bozo, incompetent, bunch of other things. Well, now we have the test of time. In the years since the RG3 trade, Robert Griffin III sucked. He was a bust. The Redskins, though, have had three winning seasons. They've made the playoffs twice in that time since trading away all those draft picks. Three first-round picks. They've made the playoffs again twice. Uh, The Rams, they lost their city. They left St. Louis for Los Angeles. They've got no playoff appearances. They've had a losing record each of those seasons. None of the players the Rams drafted is headed to the Hall of Fame. Only a couple of them are decent NFL players. That's a win for the Redskins. And they're the ones that gave up all the draft picks. And the guy they got wasn't even that good. The final word here, the lesson for the 49ers is to go big. Don't worry about hoarding draft picks. That's what losing teams do. Hoard draft picks. Go out If you have a chance, if you've got a realistic chance to get Kirk Cousins, make it happen. Expedite the process of turning that team around. I'm not even a Niner fan. But there's this false idea that all you have to do in the NFL to win is to stockpile draft picks, build through the NFL draft, construct the proper foundation. It's the conservative thing to do. It's the old thing to do in the NFL. It doesn't guarantee anything. The Cleveland Browns have been pack rats for draft picks. The Ram franchise has. Jacksonville. And what has it got them? They are living, breathing examples of failures in the NFL. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Edmund Dallas Garcia is alongside. It's, I was kind of upset when I came in here because we don't do shout-outs on the show. And I always, no, we don't do that. I always get bummed out when we don't do shout-outs on the show. It's very disappointing to me because other shows do shout-outs, you know, the top 40 DJs and all that. But that's not how we roll in these parts.
11: If you were a top 40 DJ, who would you shout-out to?
5: I would probably shout-out Omar in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Tracy. Omar and Tracy they are they're, they're shacked up there. That's Omar and his fiance Tracy. In beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico, a P1 status for Omar. He's put
3: in 8 years listening to this show. Yeah, Omar uh, hit me up earlier. We were talking about a Sadie's restaurant in, in New Mexico. Oh, you a big fan? Yeah, yeah, Sadie's is great with their their sopapillas and honey. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you want, you want,
5: you want to, Coop gives it two moves. you want to spend the night You know, go down to um, sleep on Omar's
3: couch or something like that Coop you want to hang out there um, I'm not going to lie I have considered like road tripping to Albuquerque just to eat at that restaurant again
11: <laughs>
5: now, Coop really come on man
3: what if they've changed the menu what if they've changed the chef what if that's taking
5: place the food's not the same
3: you know it's it's a it's a landmark. I doubt they've changed. it. Wouldn't
5: it be better just to remember the food, how delicious it was at that time, Coop? Wouldn't it be
3: better just to remember that? Possibly, it was yeah. many years ago. So
5: it's kind of like, did you ever date like, well, like back in the day, if you dated somebody and you, you thought they were great and all that, and you break up with them, and then you go back and see them, and you realize, well, they gained a few pounds, you know, their hair looks different, they don't smell <laughs> yeah. the same. You're like, ah, oh, kind of one of those memories of how great it was back in the day, you know? Yeah, so, it's possible. Yeah. But, but thank you, Omar. You're very kind. And I don't have time to get into the story about how I, one of my early job opportunities in radio was in Albuquerque. I was offered a job. I was working in San Diego. I'll don't need i give you the condensed version. But I was offered a job at a station in Albuquerque, New Mexico, to be a sports talk radio guy. And I was so excited. I, this was my first big break in radio. And I remember having a conversation with my, uh, my dearly departed mom. And I said, Mom, I got my break going to Albuquerque, I'm going to be on the radio. And then I told my mom how much the job paid, and she said, no, you're not. Uh, you might as well go down to Jack in the Box and get a job, because you'll make more money doing that, and uh, that was it. And free curly fries. Well, that's it. Yeah, and you the great thing about Jack in the Box, the, the menu, 24 hours a day. You want tacos at you know 7 in the morning, you get your tacos at 7 in the morning. Breakfast, Jack, at midnight. Yep. Done, right? Whatever you want. Yep.
11: Yep. Yeah if the rams score more than 2 touchdowns in a game you get <laughs> the entire menu <laughs> you get a free jumbo jack that was their big promotion in southern california hey, how last many season. of those
6: jumbo jacks did they give away they like, zero they gave away,
11: none. they gave away none
5: none of them nobody got a jumbo jack the fans me- were like
11: 6 to 3 are
5: you kidding me <laughs> all right it's uh, the Ben Maller show on fox later this hour too much or not enough and Tinderoni Tips. Download that Periscope app. We'll have Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio coming up a little bit later in the hour. Boy, that's great. Born for that. Born for that. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about
6: nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charm Circle by following Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you could follow our technical producer, he is the. Man who plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller show. His first name is Danny. Last name is still a mystery to most, but you could follow him at Danny G Radio.
11: And at the top of your lungs, scream:
6: "Where are the white women at?" And his Tinderoni tips come up later this hour. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's
5: Ben Maller. Eddie, we have celebrities listening to the show. Earlier, we had Aaron Bender, the great newsman in Los Angeles at KFI, and. Checking in at, what was it? I think he was listening just after 10 o'clock in Auckland, New Zealand. The star radio man Darcy Waldergrave uh, locked in. He says, uh, he tweeted me, said, I love the show, big fella. Rip those Lakers some more. So good. Even even in our guys in New Zealand, the great radio man Darcy Waldergrave knows that we need to take some shots at the Lakers here. What's wrong job. with your All Blacks? <laughs> all right. Uh, so the Ben Maller show on Racist. Fox eight. That's the name of the team. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We will have too much or not enough coming up in a couple minutes. Jed who fled. Jed who fled is oh, next. Oh
12: no. Well, I would like to apologize to all of New Zealand for Danny's rudeness. Uh, we're not all like that here. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on tonight. Uh do this uh, Albuquerque job thing, man, uh, it's a revelation. I'm, I know you probably had a lot of jobs when you were younger with those pipes. Uh, I don't, I don't know the exact words, but like, not the Royals on the road. Whatever that <laughs> job they play, that is, that is great. Uh, yeah. It's a, uh, no. wh- 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 what was your, uh, your best job in, in your earlier career, man? Uh, I'm curious. Uh,
5: I, I didn't have too many. I worked, I got in radio at a young age, but I worked uh, my mom's uh, business when I was younger. I delivered a news I was at a newspaper route or route. Uh, that was a pain in the ass. That worked really well. I've told the story. That worked really well at first, and then I eventually just drove around with my mom and threw through the newspapers. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, a couple of random things like that. Well,
12: I wondered just where you honed your skills, uh, because I was just like you, man. Um, A few seconds into Jeannie's call, uh, are you laying down? What's going on? And my thoughts were, yeah, dying? Are you dying? Because I know drunk Jeannie's slur to every consonant, and that was not drunk Jeannie. That was faded on something from genie i I, I can't say how i know but i know the varying uh, states of just about every illicit thing you can uh you know yeah. not that i've done them, but I, no, I know of course not you've have.
5: studied you've done yeah. your research your due diligence that
12: was yeah i don't know well, somebody what, go over and see if she's you it, know
5: is genie real is genie like a witch
12: is she minutes from death? I don't know is, what's going on. Is Get, she, uh, yeah. is she oh. making
5: like a witch's brew?
12: Hey, speaking of that, they were yeah. joking earlier, but I'd like to uh, compliment you on your uh, mastery of uh, black magic. That's a uh, serious accomplishment. Uh, with your mere words, you strike uh, professional <laughs> yes, athletes yes. down like the thunderbolts. Yes. of
5: Zeus uh, At, least, at like. least one woman in Oakland's very concerned that I have the ability to cause bodily harm by talking about it on the radio, yes.
12: Absolutely, hey, and, and, uh, and we're talking about touchdown celebrations. So you can't go, uh, you know, the fastest man ever walked the face of the earth, uh, NFL uh, Hall of Famer, um, two-time All-American, Florida State Seminole, uh, Dion Sanders. Uh, you know, you know, uh, the Dion Tell me you're not thinking of the D De- Dion dance right now. Like that's how you market something, Ben. That's how you get it done. Well, like, I'm actually thinking. It, I'm thinking dance, about
5: uh, Merlin Hanks and the chicken dance. That's what I'm thinking about.
12: I'm thinking about. I'm gonna let you pass for that one now because I don't even know what that is. You've but, never seen.
5: Oh, you gotta Google that. That's the chicken dance. casserole. Is the clue? Is no, no, no. With. It's not. The casserole was a great clue. Been b- uh, last night. It was wonderful. Don't don't I, be ripping my technique here. How about you? I
12: think I, I think my uh, necessary or somebody needs to be in the bullpen at all times. Kupa Loop was. Sent to the gallows to yeah, die yeah. last night, uh, you know, mercilessly.
5: I thought it was great. I thought he handled that very well. Hey, uh, uh, it, was, uh, hey, it was one I of the better games over, we've had. we on to
12: sixty minutes. Y'all, to say hello
5: to some, you know, some of the coverage. So, Jed Hooflet. We don't talk enough. I was thinking about this when I was coming in here. We don't talk enough Utah high school basketball, and I think we could really increase our footprint. In in Utah. We really need to... Now, have you seen Copper Hills High School, Eddie, in in Utah? Are you familiar with Copper Hills High School? Believe it or not,
6: I am not familiar with Copper Hills High School in Utah. Uh,
5: Well, their best player has made international news. Uh, Their best player is a shooting guard and he is... I've got the rankings here in front of me. I've done my my research. Uh, He's a, a high school shooting guard. He's currently ranked in the Beehive State. He's the 108th ranked player, ninth best in Utah, but 108th player at his position nationally, 128th best player in his region. The
6: that's that's great that they are doing that, that we're ranking them by region.
5: Yes. Uh, the reason I bring this up, Eddie, is because this Copper Hills shooting guard in Utah goes by the name Stockton Malone Shorts. That's his legal name, Stockton Malone Shorts. Number 12 for Copper Hills. I wonder why he picked that number. Uh, but number one in your heart, the great Stockton Malone Shorts, who's got a chance to play college basketball with that name. And and Shouldn't his name have been Stockton Short Shorts? I see what you did there, Eddie. Save that for the lame jokes, but can't change your surname, but you can change the other names. Now, the legend is that the reason why is this guy named Stockton Malone Shorts that according to his mother, dear old mom, this kid was born in 1998. What happened in 1998? Well, in 1998, the Utah Jazz lost to the Chicago Bulls in the NBA Finals, and his mom happened to meet both John Stockton and Carl Malone, apparently enjoyed the conversations. Next thing you know... Uh, all of a sudden, 9 months later, here we go. Stockton Malone. Is so to your hooked up. No. A- yeah, I was going to say threesome. No, 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 no. the kid. <laughs> fun. the kid doesn't really resemble uh Malone. Uh maybe Stockton, but I not, uh, <laughs> not so much Carl Malone in there. Just I'm spitballing here. I don't uh, I don't know. So, I wonder how many kids like in in Illinois are named Jordan Pippin or Pippin Jordan. Jordan's kind of a common thing, right? So you couldn't really do that. What other odd combinations are there of kids that are going to be popping up? I know there's a lot of Shaqs because of Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe. Peyton. How far away are we from LeBrons, the next generation of LeBrons? Is that coming up here? I would have have
6: no doubt about that. Has
5: there been any kid in Ohio recently who's been given the name like LeBron Kyrie or Kyrie LeBron or something like that after the finals last year? Would not surprise me at all. I'm sure in
11: Chicago there will be a lot of kids named, what, Rizzo. If I ever have a daughter, Big Ben, she's going to be Tammy Genie. Tammy Genie.
9: (laughs) Sure, why not? Come on in, man.
5: In Boston there will be some kids named Brady, but that's kind of a common thing, right? So you can't really tell. Any kids named Belichick. Will there be a kid named Brady Belichick somewhere in the Commonwealth? Somewhere up in Maine, there's a kid. Brady you know? Gronk. Yeah, there you go. Brady Gronk. All right, uh, ben Maller show on Fox. We are moments away. Well, that's, good luck to that kid. I hope he makes it in college basketball. It's a fun name. Better name than Kobe Buffalo Meat? No. No? So you don't, you're don't. you not a fan. Stockton Shorts. You're not a fan. All right. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. If you would like to play too much or not enough, We'll get to that in 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first, let's find out what's trending.
6: The Ben Maller Show is coming to you live from the GEICO Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit GEICO.com and get a free rate quote. Now back to Ben Maller.
5: We are moments away from too much or not enough. We'll get to that coming up in a second. And also, later this hour, get that Periscope app ready because we will have, for your dancing and dining pleasure, Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio. We'll have that coming up in a couple minutes. Uh, Jordan uh, writes in, says, My name is Jordan Michael. After Michael Jordan, I was born in 1990. There you go. Speak of the devil, and the devil shall appear. That's pretty cool. Jordan Michael. Like, it's not bad. How many years removed are we, Eddie, till we get Ben Maller's popping up or Maller Bens? You know, I I don't know that. That's I really coming, see right? That. I mean, you know, not sure that that's coming. Fans of the show name their children. That's the next layer of the marketing. Perhaps and Blind Scott will go in that direction. We start with chicken sure. fingers, Eddie. We start with pizza and chicken fingers and meals at strip clubs in Kansas, and then we crank it up. And then the next layer of that is you name your child after the show. You know, it's coming. Gonna happen,
6: no, uh, I'm getting some odd not.
5: looks here from yeah. people. I don't know why you would look at me odd. Just saying, it's a possibility. How about pets? Can we start with pets? Can you name your dog after me? How about now that, that? I could see, yes? How about
11: Miller
3: Bill.
5: That's wrong. That's uh, you don't work for the website, that's inappropriate.
8: Oh hell, Bill Miller?
3: I like this uh, this tweet from Majestic Maniac here, Ben. Naming your child Adrian would be a real slap in the face. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's get to it. Here we
11: go. Stop. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is races. it too much or not enough?
5: Enough already. Too much or not enough? So easy it's hard unless it's not. All you have to do is go 5 for 5. You join the exclusive 50-50 club. 3 out of 5 wins. You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Uh, Josh says the kid should be named uh, LeBron Irving Love. <laughs> yeah, right, we've moved on from that. We're good. We've moved on. Uh, who's going to play our game? John in Los Angeles listening on our flagship AM570 LA Sports. What's going on, John?
8: Not much, Bill. Just got off work.
5: All right, thank you, Steve. That's good. All right, uh, very good. You ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, what kind of work do you do? I work in TV news. I work for KTLA. Oh, Channel 5, big fan. We love Gail Anderson. We love everyone at Channel 5.
10: You know, today's Gail
7: Anderson
5: Day. I heard about that. My wife was telling me that it was Gail Anderson Day. That's great. How do we celebrate Gail Anderson Day, the great news reporter at uh, Channel 5 in L.A.? Is he gone? Yeah, no, I'm here. Oh, okay. How do we celebrate Gail Anderson Day? Oh uh, yeah, she's great. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a failure to communicate here? Just got blown smoke here. What do we got going on? You're Are you lying, no, John? No,
7: no, I work with her, them. I
5: just don't work with her very much. Oh, cuz she works in the morning shift and you work the night shift? Is that
7: Exactly right.
5: I understand. All right. I, I Danny's telling me to stop small talking, but I'm going through my phone cuz I have a buddy of mine who's a camera guy at uh at Channel Five, and I'm trying to find his You're gonna name.
11: Going to name drop him right now? Yeah,
5: I want to name drop him because uh, I want to see if you know him. Let's see here. I uh, probably do. Bob Davis.
11: You know him?
7: No, I don't know Bob Davis. I don't think he works for Five. No, he does.
5: He, I got his number right in my phone. Uh,
11: All right. Bill, that's an old contact. No, 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 no. That's an old All contact. Right. He was traded to Channel Two last season. Was
5: He traded to Channel <laughs> Two. All right. <laughs> for a camera to be named later. All right, let's do it. Here we go, John. Enough small talk. Too much or not enough. Golden ticket on the line in honor of the late, great Hal Fishman and Stan Chambers. Here we go. Let's do it. Question number one. Russell Westbrook got his 30th triple-double on Tuesday. He became the fifth player to have 30 triple-doubles in a season. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, I'm going to go too much. Is that right? That's right. You're on the board. Good job by you. Westbrook is only the third player to rack up 30 triple-doubles in a season. Oscar Robertson and Wilt Chamberlain are the others. Question number two. Since he parted ways with the Jets the first time in 2013, Darrell Rivas has had only seven interceptions. Is that too much or not enough? That was back in
12: 2013. Man, that seems like not enough.
5: Is it not enough? Yeah, that's right again. John's on a roll. Not enough. Revis has had 10 interceptions since leaving the Jets in 2013, and you are making a mockery of our game. Uh, Let's go to question number three. Adrian Peterson will be 32 this season. A running back age 32 or older has rushed for 1,000 yards only eight times. Is that too much or not enough? That's too much. Too much? You are uh, wrong. You will not run the table. You are wrong. Uh, uh, not enough. There have only been 10 instances where that has taken place uh, at age 32 or older for a 1,000 yards. So you're 2-1. Question number four, you're one away from the win. You get the golden ticket, John, if you get this next one right. Question four. There have been four running backs in NFL history to average – a hundred yards or more per game, minimum a hundred games played. is that too much or not enough That's not enough. not enough for the win. <laughs> oh John, reality is slapping Florida you in the park. face. you're choking. you're like the Golden State Warriors in the finals last year. you didn't close I'm it out uh, yeah, exactly that's a better that's a better reference. more updated. all right uh, the answer was too much. only Jim Brown has averaged 100 yards or more per game throughout his career. So we have reached the seminal moment. John, this is it. We got it. You either win here, you walk off, you do a victory lap, you're the toast of the newsroom, or you're a loser, and you are mocked forever. Question five. Le'Veon Bell became the sixth running back to receive the franchise tag since 2012. In the NFL, is that too much or not enough? I'm going to go not enough. Not enough for the win. Is that right?
9: No, oh, he choked. He <laughs>
5: choked. He had the first two. The answer was too much. Bell's actually the first running back to get tagged since 2012 when Matt Forte and the infamous puncher Ray Rice were both tagged back in the day. John. Oh, well. You blew it, John. Bad job by you, but we thank also, you anyway. Gail, you're a fan. Oh, big fan. We love Gail. Absolutely. And I'm going to go celebrate Gail Anderson Day by hanging up on you, John. That's how I'm going to celebrate. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, buddy. I yeah, Take care. There's John in L.A. Uh, fun stuff there. And Tinder Rowney Tips with Danny G Radio warming up in the bullpen. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
6: You can follow our exclusive Reddit page. Look for our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and be a part of our revamping, post stories, and message other P1s. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller.
5: Mama's away from Tinderoni Tips with Danny G Radio. Danny, a different Danny, writes in and says Would Angry Bill explode? If Adrian Peterson signed with Jacksonville, be radio. What about a nine-year-old girl? Be radio gold. Well, it would be wonderful, Danny. And I, I am surprised that we have not heard from Angry Bill. I tried to smoke him out with my matter- monologue earlier about Adrian Peterson. Maybe he's not listening tonight. But, yeah, a- Angry Bill, who has been dumped multiple times for uh, anti-Semitic, racist comments. Uh, what else? am I mis- Anything else there? Um,
3: I would advise Adrian Peterson not to sign with Jacksonville for his own safety.
5: (laughs) Yes. In fact, when the Vikings went to play in Jacksonville this past year, Adrian Peterson said something so offensive. Or not Adrian Peterson. It was uh, Angry Bill. Angry Bill said something so offensive and so terrible that if we did not delete it from the public record, the Federal Bureau of Investigations would have been at Angry Bill's house to ask him a couple of questions. Uh, let's get to it right now. Here we go!
11: That's T- Tinderoni tips. When did you find the Tinderoni that's right for
4: you? In a bit of a dry spell.
3: Tinder guru Danny G is here to help.
11: If
4: you have
3: a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call.
5: All the overindulgence, the debauchery. Of Tinderoni Tips with Danny G. He's making his way in the studio. You can watch it live on the Periscope app. Just check out Eddie on FSR on the Periscope app and you can watch in the studio. You can comment. There we go. A list of questions being handed over. Thank you very much. This is very exciting. Uh, we have the mood lighting in the studio. And let's do it, Danny G yeah, Radio. Happy so, hump day. It's the first day of March, the first edition in March of Tinderoni tips. Uh, Matt writes in on Twitter, this is some high-grade love advice. Yes?
11: Yeah, this uh, is where sports and love meet and have yeah. a an awkward child together.
5: <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, Matt uh, writes in and says, I saw a text come across my girl's phone from her ex who still wants to hook up with her. How do I handle this? Alright, you've got the answer to this, uh, Danny, right?
11: Yes. Get her phone and text them and say... Catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: um, can either do that or say, uh, yeah, we can still hook up, but I got this little rash, and uh, yeah, no problem.
11: Yeah, uh, you're going to have to obviously sit down and talk to her and see what the deal is because dude still wants to hook up with your girlfriend now, so you got to put a squash to that quickly.
5: Yeah, yeah testing the loyalty uh, is true. Uh, Vance on Twitter writes in, on Tinderoni Tips, he says, "When a woman is stalking you, what's the best way to avoid her?" Oh, <laughs> well, uh, you grow? He a- asking
11: you or me because you know, <laughs> women always stalk me, as you uh, know. I, I know. Had, were you ever stalked? Like, no, I was. Misty I was me? the
5: one doing the stalking. Actually, I was not the <laughs> one that was stalked.
11: Let's no. see. So he wants to know how to avoid her. Let's see. grow a beard, pack grow all beard. your belongings, move to Texas, Paris. Uh, is that helps with the ladies later down the line. You could say you spent a few years in Paris. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Have you, in- have you
5: ever been stalked, Danny? Yeah,
11: yeah, yeah, I was going to tell yeah. you. Um, so I was working for this alternative rock station back in the late 90s. And this girl used to come by the studios at night because we had the blinds drawn. And she would write my name in red lipstick on the glass. Wow, and, uh, that's psycho. Yeah, in the Did you have a big knife? My co-workers thought that <laughs> yeah, that was so cool, but when the general manager showed up the next morning, he told me, guess who's cleaning that? <laughs> you it's not your <laughs> fault. I know. I'm like,
5: come on, man. You weren't the one the, with the lipstick. The ratings. Have you ever used lipstick? Have you worn loop- lipstick? Have you
11: Me? Yeah. Why would I do that? Well, you're just ask you know. Man, I'm not Dr. Dre and world class wrecking You're group. not
5: Philexis in no. Rochester? No. Uh Mr. Phil's on Twitter writes and says, I slept with a girl after We had a few dates, and now she's telling me that she has a boyfriend but still wants to hook up. And then he says, playing with fire.
11: Well, your man region is going to be what's on fire if you (laughs) sleep with this girl. He's already gone down the road, though. He's already traveled
5: down this (laughs) path. Well, hopefully you
11: had a condom on. And since we've been referencing the 90s this segment, Belle Bib DeVoe taught us back in the 90s, Ben, put a body bag on it when you're dealing with girls like that. Yeah. Yeah. So sister, uh,
5: she's, she's got time to date and she's got a boyfriend. Mm, That's stay away. Very productive, man. All right. Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah.
11: Well, unless unless you think she's clean enough to continue to use a condom, then you can <laughs> continue to see her.
5: Danny's like weighing. And he's like, <laughs> uh, it depends how hot she is, yeah. and you
11: know. How yeah. Talent- if you don't want anything uh, serious yeah. with her.
5: Is she a first round draft <laughs> pick or a seventh round draft pick? Because if she's a seventh round right. draft pick, you can release her outright. Yeah. But if she's a first-round draft pick, she gets more mm-hmm.
11: opportunities. If Bell, if Bill Belichick will take her off the dump pile, you don't yeah. want her off the heap. Right.
5: And if you're on the Periscope app, we'll have a little bit of bonus coverage on the Periscope app. So still go over there and check it out. And uh, it's Eddie on FSR. Last question, Mike on Twitter. I have a big date with a hottie this Saturday. Any first date tips?
11: Yes. Keep it to drinks at first. Only by dinner if you think you have a connection. And eye contact, Big Ben. You only, Put the phone down. Yes. Only, Put you only, the phone down. Only look her up and down as she's walking away in the other direction.
5: Yeah. And bite your tongue. With all this talk around the NFL of a player at the Combine potentially winning an island, I want to talk about another island, Revis Island, which appears to be closed for business. We'll talk about it. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Darrell Revis, he gone! Uh, he's out of here. Revis, the defensive back, out of New York or New Jersey where the Jets play. So you can add another five points to my leading NFL Bookham scorecard. And if you're paying attention, we have our offseason fantasy football, the NFL Bookham. Very active start in the NFL arrest season. The boys are living up to the Bookham. We were concerned last year. Uh, we have been doing this a couple of years and last year was kind of a buzzkill there weren't very many players that got in trouble and we thought well that that's it we 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 brought the bookem in and the players are on their best behavior they're becoming choir boys we don't need the bookem anymore and fortunately for us we've had a rash of arrests ah! and uh, again we want no one to be arrested it's you should not end up in handcuffs that's not right it's not. We do not encourage this activity. We merely benefit when it does happen. And so Darrell Rivas has been let go. And the, Revis, the Jet selection for me, immediate dividends, I have monetized that pick. And there are still other Jets that could get in trouble. But Rivas has been great. He's gone above and beyond the call of duty. Now, this is a fascinating tale. Of football mismanagement, Revis going back to the Jets because not only did the the Jets organization tamper to get Revis, who had just won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, right? They they tampered to get him back in in green, and then they signed Revis. The Jets did to a five year, seventy million dollar contract. This is in March of twenty fifteen. Remember, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance when Revis returned to play for the the Jets. And how did that work out? Revis had one pretty good year, and then the rug was pulled out underneath him. It turns out the Jets are going to pay Revis $39 million in guaranteed money for one season of production. And and last season, Revis was kind of like a forest fire that was out of control. He kept getting burned, and they just kept burning everywhere you look. Run by Revis. It was a promotion all season long for the Jets. Now, Revis' career at this point, I think you'd agree, is on the ropes. Right? Yeah, if you were buying stock in Revis, would you bet on the stock succeeding or would you bet on the stock failing? You'd have to bet on it failing based on what happened, what is now last month, less than two weeks ago in February when Revis was popped on felony assault charges. And so that leads us to the obvious question Has Darrell Reeves played his final down in the NFL? And even though it looks like Reeves has nothing left, the answer is he has not played his final down in the NFL. And I will tell you why. To begin with, Reeves, uh, now the first thing he's got to do is focus on his freedom. Right? He is going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on high-powered lawyers to stay out of the pokey, pokey, pokey. And it goes back, 3 a.m., street fight, Pittsburgh. What actually happened and what's been reported might be two totally different things. And Revis could be not completely innocent but overcharged in this particular case. Part of me wants this story to be accurate, the fact that Revis is said to have knocked out two guys in their early 20s in the middle of the night, that's superhero level stuff. That's Superman, uh, that's Batman, that's Spider Man. That's awesome, man! Uh, if you're able to knock two young guys out in the middle of the night, at, you know, in the streets of South Pittsburgh. Now, Revis, as we know from past commentary about this, uh, Revis is facing all kinds of charges. He's got a bushel full of charges: aggravated assault, robbery, because he took a phone and through it, uh, the guys were supposedly recording Revis, conspiracy and my favorite, making terroristic threats, my personal favorite uh, for Revis. So once this is taken care of and money is paid to lawyers, maybe a donation to a police fund in Pittsburgh or the attorney general's office, uh, passing of money, and Revis can then focus on football. And that's where the real depressing part kicks in. Now, the reality is, it's cold one. It, Revis played like an old geezer. His legs gave out on him last year. If it looks like a washed-up player, plays like a washed-up player, chances are it is a washed-up NFL player. And you can pick apart Revis's year, but it was ugly is what it was. Now, in addition, the reason for optimism, the reason for optimism is the fact that Revis – has got friends in high places, played with enough teams in the NFL, the Jets a couple times, the Bucs, the Patriots, that he knows people, and he has been a beloved player in the NFL. You combine that with the number of teams that have a philosophy, they're like the Father Flanagan syndrome, and they want to help people out. They're in this to help people out. All it takes is one daydreaming coach or an executive to say, you know what, I can fix this guy. I can salvage his career. He's got a couple of good years left, Revis. I'll be the salvage dog. I'll help him out. Now, Revis is going to be 32 years old, and that is not a good selling point for a defensive back. The position change is required. It's a pay cut and a position change. But but teams are often – remember, teams often look at players like this and remember what they used to be not what they currently are. And you'll hear the same cliches thrown around that we often hear about players like Revis. Rebirth, you'll hear that a lot. He's going to have a rebirth if he puts on this laundry. He'll bounce back. He's still got gas left in the tank. You heard, you've heard? you heard these before, right? Uh, there'll be a resurgence. Revis Island will rise up again from the ashes. All of that will pop up. Will it be true, though? That's the... That's the real question. Darrell Revis has played his last impactful game in the NFL. Not his last game in the NFL, but his last game where he's a difference maker. Now, the final observation here, Revis is clearly in the twilight of his career. We've documented that. And if he's willing to become a safety, and if he's willing to take a pay cut, then there will be a spot for Revis Island somewhere in the backwoods of the NFL. And at the very least, Revis will get a chance to impress a coaching staff and woo an executive in training camp. The fact that he is not likely to play special teams is going to be a problem and a stumbling block, but they can get past that. There'll be tepid interest, but there will be interest in Darrell Revis. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. At that point, when Revis tries with another team and it doesn't work out, at that point, then... Then Revis could retire at that point. He is he is a, a mercenary, and the money won't be great here, so it's all about love of football. Love of football. How about love of basketball? The big story overnight. Everyone buzzing about it. We'll bring in Edmund Dallas Garcia. That's not the big story. But Kevin Durant. Some people saying karma. That he left Oklahoma City for Golden State, and karma bit him in the Tukas in Golden State because really, I, I have seen you have not seen that. No, that's what I'm seeing here. So karma got Durant. Durant injured his knee in the second minute of the game last night in Washington D.C., and Zaza Pachulia was knocked in to Kevin Durant. Uh, and so, does that mean that Martin Gortat? who pushed Petrullia into Kevin Durant is the most impactful player in the NBA, that he single-handedly shifted the balance of power. I say no. I maintain that just well, –
6: I'm pretty sure he didn't mean to do that. Maybe he
5: did. How do you
6: know, uh, I, I How do you know intent? Did you uh, look into his eyes? You know, he's going to push a guy, and he's going to fall just perfectly into another yeah, guy. It's like bowling.
5: Yeah. No? No. All right. Uh, well, I maintain that the Warriors are still going to be fine without Durant. However, the Maller monologue earlier, you can go back and hear it on the podcast, chronicled a plan which I have repeated verbatim for months that the, the margins for the Warriors, that with Durant they can still win with him gone. We don't know how long. We'll find out this morning. We're hearing it's going to be months, not, not weeks for Revis. And considering there's only a month to go in the regular season, let's say it's a two-month injury, uh, that puts you, it's March 1st, That puts you at May 1st. Good luck. And the NBA Finals aren't until June. Uh, But anyway, uh, I maintain the Warriors can still win. This makes it a little tougher. But you lose Durant and Curry, no. No win. You lose Durant and Draymond Green, no. Any combination of two of those players and the Warriors are up Poop Creek without a paddle. Uh, They're dead. They're uh, they're in some trouble. But that's the latest on Durant. Uh, and all of the anecdotal evidence points to Durant being out a really long time uh, because the Warriors signed a crazy person to fill a roster spot and seemingly take some of those minutes. Uh, they went out and got Matt Barnes, who will punch you in your face. Yeah, Matt Barnes, former Clipper, Matt Barnes, uh, because all these guys need former Clipper and a former Warrior, but he is headed to the Bay Area, and uh, Woj Woj, uh, said the inner circle, Kevin Durant's posse, are expecting Durant to be out months, not weeks. The fear is he's going to be out months, not weeks. That comes from the mouth of Woj, NBA insider. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. 877-99 Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox if you'd like to take part. 877-996-6369. And we say hello to Angry Bill who's on Fox Sports Radio.
8: What about a nine-year-old girl? Uh-oh. I punched
5: him up. He's not there. What a hello? chicken-ass way to start the hour. Hello? Yet again, Eddie. Hello? Yet again. Burned by the first segment <laughs> call. Our leadoff uh, hitters. Uh, Each hour we have a different yeah, leadoff usually, hitter. Usually
6: uh, not too good as far as getting on we the Need base. to go around
5: the horn is what we need to do. Let's try Let's try again. Double our luck, double our, pre- our pleasure. No? Coop's shaking his head no. Coop's saying this is not going to go. Why do you not think that will go well, Coop?
3: Well... I, I believe Flexus is having phone issues, but you can give it a shot.
5: Uh, what else is left? Let's go now to the Eight Toed Drag Queen in Rochester, New York. From a secret hospital bed somewhere in the greater Rochester area, we say hello to Flexus.
9: Yeah, get my cataracts taken care of tonight, Ben. What? I'm getting my cataracts taken care of. Oh, your
5: cataracts? Yep. All right.
9: So I can see you.
5: Yeah, well, if you look at the radio long radio. enough, you will see me. If you look at the radio long enough. Hey,
9: hey, hey uh, what happened to the Sabers last night?
5: Did they win? Sabers. Ah, uh, Philexus, I mean, you. Right. You want to break down the Sabers, Eddie? You you, to... Even
6: I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm guessing no, because they suck. But. Uh... <laughs>
5: Uh, I could. Uh, they
6: lost in overtime.
5: Yeah, sorry, Falexis. Yeah. your your Sabres didn't win. I actually watched some of the L.A. Kings game last night because well, a, your boy Ben Bishop, yeah, yeah. die die diarrhea, twenty eight saves and doesn't even get a win. So a bad. He was robbed. Wonderful game for Ben Bishop, brilliant, and a wonderful pickup, Eddie, by the front office of the L.A. Kings. I know you poo pooed it. You didn't like that move at the the trade deadline in hockey. And you didn't even think Bishop was going to play a game for the Kings.
2: And there I, I still
6: think it's, it's it's not a good move. Oh, I think it's why not? It's a solid because move. You they, get. they already have a good goalie who's just come off injury, and they had a good backup that they traded away. Yeah. They needed to get some scoring. As you, how many goals they scored tonight? Uh, one. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Is that, is that Eddie, enough? Eddie, no. it Wasn't. Can, here's a, here's a cliche. Eddie. You can never have enough goaltending, Eddie. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs>
6: <laughs> they have enough. <laughs>
5: You can never now they have, have too much. <laughs> All right. He's only going to be there till June. Relax. He's a free agent, and then Bishop will go somewhere else and bring his uh, his depends, and he'll do something else somewhere else. I guess with diarrhea, you don't, well, you do need depends, right? You do need. Well, you
6: love that story that wasn't even a story. It's that was fake news.
5: Here. That's not fake. That news. was fake news. Uh, Google it right now. It's true. Diarrhea, Ben Bishop. See what comes up. You'll see what. Come... You don't want to see the photos. That's disgusting. But you'll see what comes up. So... All right, that's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We've had two terrible phone calls. You can you can make that better. You can fix that. Now, and- if we
6: get a third, are you banning yes. calls for the rest of the show? no
5: calls the rest of the hour. And if you're a regular, this is your last chance to get in uh, for a couple of days because tomorrow, newbie night, newbie night on the show. All new callers all the time. That will be coming up tomorrow on the program. So if you've not called, tomorrow would be an opportunity. If you're intimidated by these other uh, wackadoodles that call, tomorrow would be your chance. We're going to call this one a misfire. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. It's been said the Ben Maller show
6: is the best kept secret in sports radio. You can help change that. Word of mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and keep the show growing. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's back to Ben Maller.
5: Chuck writes in, says, you are right. Bill Miller, uh, right? People Googling Ben Bishop and look what pops up. You type in Ben Bishop diarrhea, you'll see wrong. what happens. It's accurate. Wrong? Not wrong. It's accurate. I'm looking wrong. at it right. I'm looking at hundreds of links, all referencing the same thing.
2: Wrong.
5: Misfire. We'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. I'm told that Angry Bill has called back, and let's find out if he's there. Hello, Angry Bill in Jacksonville, the number one Adrian Peterson fan in America.
8: What about a nine-year-old girl? Good evening, guys. Although this is a nice start, that this maggot is getting out of Minnesota, I still feel some moronic team is going to pick him up and he'll give him a million dollars or $5 million to be on their team. So it's only a start to this nice ending to this maggot who's infested his crap in the game of football. Yeah. So what, what would and, you uh,
5: like to see happen, a- 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 angry Bill? You, you don't want him to play football anymore? What, what do you think he should be doing?
8: Well, I want him to play because I want somebody to hit him so hard he becomes a cripple. I want him to be crippled. That's what I want. Car accident, a play, some way this man could be crippled and he just lays there and drools out of his mouth. It's a very positive,
5: very positive thought, Angry Bill. Very positive. Well,
8: positive nothing. It's going to – somewhere it's going to happen. What happened for the last five or six things that's happened? I know. I don't want Eddie to sigh. Don't sigh, Eddie. If you sigh, you'll really get me upset. Okay? (laughs) (sighs) Eddie, your biggest concern in life is the gas mileage you get on that taco truck of yours. Wow. Jeez. I called, I called, a, I called. Racist. Callers the other day. Uh, the Cousa Loop guy, I called him up because I had a job for him. I wanted him to carry my gym bag to the gym for me. They said right. He said he had a job. <laughs> he had a job. He's driving Eddie's taco truck. Yeah.
5: Now, Angry Bill, well, how often do you go to the KKK meetings? How often does that happen, Angry Bill? Is it twice a month or once a month? How often is often, that, Angry Bill? I, uh,
8: yeah. As often as I can wash the
5: sheets. I understand. All right, And you look good. Nobody wants to look at your ugly face. So that hat is really good, Angry Bill. That's, yeah, <laughs> Thank that's you. A good, yes. It's uh, you very have a becoming. Great, yeah. Have a great night, guys. There you go. Angry. Can we change his name to KKK Bill? Or that We'd get in trouble with management. I don't think we can do that. I think that's... I wish I did
6: have a taco truck. That would be
5: awesome. Make a lot of money. Hey, my birthday is coming up. Uh, rumor is, Eddie, uh, a food dish will be named after me at the most famous, most relevant taco truck in Los Angeles. How about that? Well,
6: I hope that taco truck shows
5: up. Well, we've already... Some of us have already enjoyed the uh, the company of the person that runs that taco truck. So. Uh, Stefan is in Quebec on Fox Sports Radio. Ben, how's it going? If I was any better, I'd be a Durant, but not Kevin Durant because he's got a bad knee. Well, of course not. Yeah,
10: that's for sure. Ben, great show as always. Thank you. Uh, The angry man before me, maybe you want to be uh, a little more original, maybe have uh, Mr... Mr. Uh, Minnesota running back getting slapped by a dozen children instead of the uh, usual violence there. I don't know. Just mix it up a bit. Anyway, Ben... Uh, a couple of segments ago, you were uh, speaking about Gary Carter, so I took it as a <laughs> cue
5: for me to call. So, anytime I'm, if I mentioned like Warren Cromarty, you'd call, or uh, Tim Wallach, or any random Montreal Expo, all of a sudden that is a call to action for oh, Stefan.
9: Oh Canada, oh Canada! Like I'll, I only I'll, listen I'll, to I'll, you I'll, when I'm drunk.
5: Okay, I only like occasionally. I'll just you yell out. Else. Eddie, how dare you? Occasionally, I will just yell out Mitch Webster's name.
10: And if I'm, you know, if I'm having a few, I will call you.
5: Yeah. Sometimes I yell out Larry Walker. I don't know why that comes yeah. out. Moises Alou. That pops up into my head there. And Bryn Smith. That one, uh, that's an old one, yeah. Uh, All right, so yeah, Gary Carter was actually referenced by our friend in Yucca Valley, a very active member of the Twitter community, uh, who made reference to that. Yeah, but and I read it, so.
10: Not not only is Mister Carter uh, a Hall of Famer and one of the uh, best uh, catchers ever, but he's actually an epic wordsmith, because as I've told you before, I'm a translator, and Mister Gary Carter is. Uh, credited with the invention of the term F-bomb, according to Merriam Webster's 11th edition dictionary.
5: Well, you really have been drinking a lot, haven't you? You really have. (laughs) Well. Has nothing to do with the no,
10: other. I not, swear to God, it's not true. At all. Yes. Look
5: it up. All right, I will. Published in 2012. I will not look that up, but somebody else will, and I'm sure. Oh, just, I'm sure they yeah, will. Yes. All right. So very exciting. Uh, that ends Expo talk. We're down. Moving on. We're leaving Olympic Stadium. We're now leaving the ballpark, and we're going down to have a nice drink in downtown Montreal. Uh, so thank you. All right. So there he goes. This is Stefan. Uh, Robert, real quick, is in Albuquerque. Hello, Robert.
10: Hey, how's it
7: going, Ben?
5: Robert, if I was any better, I'd be Kevin, but not Kevin Durant because he's got a bad knee.
7: Yeah, he got his karma bite. Karma ah, see bite that, bug. Eddie?
5: Another karma guy, Eddie. Another karma guy. <laughs>
7: well, hey, I'm uh, I'm from the 505 Bouquet Live, which is short for Albuquerque. Just wanted to mention the uh, good old, probably, uh, KNML 610, the sports animal. Yes. You may have... Uh, been uh, interested
5: in uh, that, uh, I believe that uh, was uh, the station yes that was back and in they the we
7: are uh, the lowest budget in the world so yeah I <laughs> well, why you did not we all it. we
5: all have a budget we all have a budget uh, but I have bills to pay unfortunately so that's the price, that's the <laughs> dilemma if i didn 't have any bills if I was like a you know if I came from a very wealthy family I would have absolutely done it I uh, would have loved to have done that but i, I don't I didn't go. have a, I didn't have a trust fund which is a problem so
7: Well, I just wanted to... All right, well, thank
5: you, uh, Robert. All right, yes. Boy, was that important. We got that on the air. Very important. Uh, We will get to Password, the word game of the stars, and Misfire, all of that coming up in 60 seconds. No long commercial break, but first let's find out what's trending.
6: The Ben Mallor show's coming to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com and
5: get a free rate quote. Now back to Ben Maller. And we are moments away from Password, the word game of the stars. But first, a misfire. We take you to the Grapefruit League Spring Training Baseball. And the Philly Fanatic. Did you see what happened at the Philly Spring Training? You I love these kind of stories. The Philly Fanatic was doing his thing in spring training and had a hot dog launcher. Now, those have caused litigation. The the Royals mascot years back got in trouble with a hot dog gun, and the Philly Fanatic had a hot dog launcher, and let's just say that it did not go as planned. The Fanatic, we believe this was a mistake, accidentally misfired and shot a hot dog into the Philadelphia Phillies dugout, the players were scrambling oh! like there was a hand grenade that had been thrown into the Phillies in <laughs> the Phillies dugout. Uh, so who goofed? I've got to know. Uh, that would be the Philadelphia uh, mascot, the the fanatic. You gotta be careful with those hot dog launches. Those those do cause issues. They do cause problems. Uh, and speaking of mascots, the PC police are attacking the San Diego State mascot. There's a, a group of... Just wack- now getting around to that, huh? Well, th- no, this is interesting because I, I followed this story. A couple years ago, San Diego State... This actually goes back a, over a decade, Eddie. In 2003, the San Diego State, uh, the, the, the people that run the school, uh, they changed the administration. They changed the mascot uh, around. They, the mascot before carried a spear and had a red face. You know, very aggressive. And so they, they softened it. You know, they wussed it down. And the new mascot, the new Aztec warrior mascot, carries a shell horn. <laughs> so they already, they went from, you know, because it was you know cruel to have a very, you know, angry mascot.
2: Like a warrior.
5: Yeah. yeah. You know, like an Aztec warrior, which it is! Uh, and uh, God forbid, can't have a spear, so now they have a shell horn. But this group says that's not enough. And they're, they think it's insensitive to have the Aztec mascot, which has been around since 1925. Well, and, and I mean, you know, there's plenty, right.
6: plenty of ma- of Aztecs out there who are very offended by this.
5: Yeah. Of course, if you do study the history of the Aztecs, I mean, everyone's got their skeletons. Uh, there were some people that were part of the Aztec community that did some really nasty things it, involving volcanoes no, and human things sacrifice. like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, throw some kids into a volcano. Let's just see what happens. Well, you got to appease the guys. You know, why not? But we can't talk about any of that, Eddie, right? No, I cannot. We know, God, All right, so stupid. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Let's throw it down. Attention, everyone.
11: And, and the password. password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller.
5: And it is password time. Each and every week at this time, we throw it down password style. We have a good time. There's a medal on the line. Now, currently... I am the Danny Ainge of medals. I'm hoarding all the medals, just like Danny Ainge, the Celtic GM, is hoarding all the draft picks. I have all of the medals right here. Woohoo! Bling, bling for me! All right, let's play the game. Here we go. Who do we have? Uh, We have Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, Justin.
12: How's it going, Ben?
5: Welcome in. You ready to do this, Justin?
12: I'm ready. All
5: right, very good. Sounds confident. It sounds like he's got a cold. Do you have a cold, Justin? I've had one for like two weeks. Two weeks. Raw garlic. Suck on raw garlic. It'll be gone in three days. Now, no women will get near you, and no people will get near you, but your cold will go away. Okay.
11: Yeah. Sounds
5: good. You cut it in half, and the juices from the garlic will help you. You'll be new again. You'll be whole again.
7: Uh, I appreciate
5: it. All right, hold on, Justin. And who else is going to play our game? What do we got? We got three or four, Coop. What do you want there? Three or four. Coop doesn't want to pick. I'm going to blame you either way. You might as well just pick. You know? <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, Eddie, three or four. Oh, you are such a Well, whistle. it's because I can see the names, and, and so can you. Eddie can't, so I, it's I completely wanna be, unbiased. I don't, don't want to be blamed for Danny this. Danny G, have some balls. Danny, three or four. Four. Four, all right.
10: Indiana Andy. <laughs> what? What's, what's the dilemma
7: between the choices?
5: Well, uh, typically the way it works in radio is the producer says, I right, hear the guys playing the game. My man Coop, though, he puts everyone on the board, and then it's like Russian roulette. We have to figure out which one we're going to pick, and so that's all. There are worse problems to have. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been picked, Indiana Andy, and what do you do in Indiana? Well, I'm a financial advisor, but I'm also a voice actor. Oh, you sound like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Nice. How's the voice market in Indiana? Is it good? Yeah. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Oh, not yeah. bad. All right. Very cool. If you need any coaching? I'm available. Oh, look at that! You see this guy? Look at that! A trash talker. I'm how, sorry. How dare you? Uh, All right, Andy, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, So we have Andy, Indiana Andy, and Justin. Justin, who would you like to partner up with, Justin? I'm going
10: with uh, number one Donald Trump supporter, Eddie Garcia.
5: Okay, Eddie uh, was part of the Trump train. Uh, That is correct. And, Andy, who do you want to partner up with, Andy?
10: I guess you, Ben.
5: Well, the voice guys are going to win. As you know, I am a national voiceover artist. I've done... Geico commercials. I have Oh, done. you were on
11: that diarrhea commercial too. No,
5: I've not. I've sold beds nationally. You'd I admit. was more concerned about him giving me a double fist. You'd admit, Andy, you're a little jealous of my sleep number commercials. Admit it right now. I'm a trained professional.
10: Well, I, I do now know that if I turn my tab on my Soda sideways,
5: what I can do with it. <laughs> well, that's, that's a different commercial, but yes. that's. Oh, sorry. Of all the, you realize of all the dopey commercials I've done, that's the one line everyone seems to remember. Uh,
11: all right, well, let's get to it. Here we go. It's password time. All right, we have a classic matchup. Justin and Eddie versus Indiana, Andy and Ben. And we have 10 words on the board. Gentlemen, in honor of Judgmental John, I've cut up the 10 words, folded them in half for fair treatment, no matter what Bill Miller says. I'm guaranteeing I'm going to win this week. We've heard that before. Bam. All right. Now, Justin, you are on the line first. You get to go first. So, Eddie, your first word is number one. E-Z. All right,
6: Justin. Justin. The password is decibel. Repeat that. Decibel. Uh, Google it. Sound. (laughs) No,
5: no. All right. Uh, So he said decibel. I am going to go a different direction. Uh, Do I want to do that? Uh, I will go. hmm. I'm going to go audio. Huh. Audio. Um, oh, boy. Take as much time as you want. We're not on the radio, don't, don't worry. about know. Five two. seconds. I know um, when you do your little voiceover, you have as much time as you want, but on this show, we have
11: a clock.
10: You're talking to me. I can't think.
8: Uh,
11: What? What was that?
8: I don't know.
11: <laughs>
9: what? Is, <laughs> is that, that a was that English or, or something all right, all right. Uh, no. no, no, it wasn't. All right,
5: stop. It's all your
6: turn's all right. over. All now. right, Justin, we had decibel and we had uh audio. My next uh, password for you is amplify.
3: Hmm. Oh, my, <laughs> we are
5: stuck in molasses on password. All right, loud. Five, four, no. Three. no. He said loud. All right, no. all right. I my, now, Andy, you claim to be yeah. a, a trained voiceover artist. You've got a, you've got a great voice. You really do. I'm telling you that right Thank now. Thank you. Uh, I my first clue was audio. My next clue yeah. is level. Huh? Wow, that's <laughs> oh, man. Oh, level. <laughs> are we? Wait, hey, are really these
3: terrible clues? Wait a minute. These are all really good clues, right? No, I guarantee you at least 100 people on Twitter have it already. <laughs> okay. Uh, Why don't we th- what?
11: We're gonna have to throw this yeah, word out? Yeah, let's throw
3: it out. It out.
11: Uh,
5: audio yeah. level is referred to in the industry as a volume. Volume,
11: yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay.
12: Oops.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. It needed it the is. mallard move on that one. <laughs> and what would the mallard move have been on that Pump yeah. up. Okay, yeah, (laughs) that's illegal. That's two words. Yeah, I know.
11: All right, uh, next word number three. Good guys are coming in. All right,
5: very good. Let's do this. Let's show them how it's done, Andy. That was just that was just a warm up, and this is the real McCoy here. All right, here we go. Uh, Let's go with mm, how about pout? pout? Grumpy. No.
6: I know. All right, Justin, big all. opportunity here, all right? Mm-hmm. The password is complain.
11: Wine. That's correct. Damn. Oh, on the board. Too bad you're a pronoun, Ben. You could have used your name. <laughs> Very classy,
5: Dave. I hope the Raiders go 0-16.
11: <laughs> Screw you. Ben,
8: why? Yeah. All
5: right, let's pause for the cause here, and boy, this is great. This will get you to listen longer, won't it? Yeah. You want to hear the thrilling finish of this? Barn burner. Yes. It's a defensive brouhaha. Password. We've got Indiana, Andy, and Justin in Cincinnati. The big finish next. Known as the
6: most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network, like our page at facebook.com slash Show. Now back to Ben Maller.
5: They say defense wins championships, but will it win Password? We'll find out. Let's get back to it. It's the Word Game of the Stars Password. We've got Justin in Cincinnati. He's got a cold. He's had it for a while. He's going to suck on raw garlic. It'll be gone in three days, and he's teamed up with Eddie and me and the voiceover guy that does not know the term volume,
11: uh, Indiana Andy. Andy. Is my teammate. So. <laughs> well, Ben, we're all cheering for you to make a miraculous comeback here. What do they
5: call it in Indiana? If they don't call it volume, what do they call it?
11: <laughs> <laughs> Noise. <laughs> Noise, yeah. All right. all right, it is Eddie's <laughs> turn. Eddie, number six. It's eight nothing. Is that
5: the score? Is that right? Nine. nine, nine oh, nine yeah. nothing. Okay. Yeah. okay. That makes all the difference. Uh,
6: in the world. Justin, you said number six, Danny? Yeah. Okay. Justin, the password is dig. Dig. Shovel? Yes. That was easy. Woo! This is a blowout. Nineteen to nothing. Might as well just call it now, don't you think, Ben? No, no,
5: I oh, Ben could get I, ten. I, I want to get into the mind of Indiana Andy here. This is this is big.
11: This is big. All right. Bill, your word is number five.
5: All right, I'm going to use the Maller maneuver. Uh I am using the the Maller maneuver. I'd I'd like to alert all our affiliates of using the Maller maneuver. (laughs) Listen to me, Indiana Andy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Title. (sighs) Title.
10: (laughs) Dang, I'm just.
5: I'm going to hang up on you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to come through this microphone. I'm going to come through the phone over to you right now, and I'm going to slap you on the side of the head. All right, let me try that again. The Mallard Maneuver. Title. Game.
9: What? <laughs> what? Oh, my uh, God. He thought you said title. T-I-T-L-E. No, I
5: said title. Uh... Title game.
6: Oh. oh, Justin, do I even need to give you a clue? No, it's over. Uh, I think I'll over. go with wave. That's no. correct. That's oh.
5: it. Oh. Yeah, he hurt it? It's done. Justin heard it. <laughs> That's a winner. No, no, Justin got it off my clue. That's ridiculous. All right. That a boy, Eddie. Yeah. Pass oh, word oh. champion. Good job,
6: oh, okay. Justin. Thank you, sir. Golden ticket for you, my friend.
5: Andy. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Eddie. I'll take
6: you <laughs> uh, right. i thought you did a great job, Andy. Yeah. That was. Uh, Don't feel uh, too thanks. bad.
5: You were worse than the guy yesterday to play with Coop. That's hard to do. All uh, right. All right. uh, Thank you, guys. uh, Justin, you got a golden ticket. Uh, Andy, uh, better luck with the voiceover career than this. Uh, Thank you. Uh Yes. I've got a golden
6: ticket.
5: I'll be coming over for my medal here in just a Uh, second. Right now, though, Eddie, uh, we have a a solid 35 seconds of Cowboys Corner. We go to Windsor, Ontario. He's back. Cowboy John Brad. Okay. Okay. Uh <laughs> he's out of Wednesday,
10: practice. <laughs> March first, uh, two thousand seventeen at nine fifty two AM. Uh, oh. happy ninetieth birthday to um uh, Harry Belafonte, happy uh, 63rd birthday to Katherine Bach, who played Daisy Duke mm-hmm. on the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh,
5: love Daisy and Dukes. of course, uh,
10: Justin Bieber is uh, 23 today. Congratulations to Deontay Wilder no, for no, successfully there. defending a WBC <laughs> heavyweight champion I'm over a tip on over on a weekend. Air. And also to uh, Kyle Boy, or Kurt Bush for winning the uh, Daytona quickly. 500. And um, I'll probably talk to you uh, guys and gals tomorrow. Thank you. Bye.
5: <laughs> love you. There he goes, Cowboy John Brad. And Welcome back, Cowboy. Good to hear from Outkick the coverage. Uh, Clay Travis warming up. Do you see that story about Subway, Eddie? There's a study out that says that. The sandwich or the transportation? The, uh, uh, yeah, the, transportation. Chick- the, uh, the,
6: the restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah, the
5: chicken. Yeah, the chicken. It's about 50% actual chicken. Uh-oh. What's the rest of it? I don't know. I'm going to go buy a sandwich and find out what the rest of it is right now. <laughs>